What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday night. It's not even Tuesday night. It's the wake-up show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle. I'm ahead of myself. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king new, of content, new, 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 new world order. and the speaker of truth, yours truly. The notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coach Lini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus. You in the Desert Storm Bunker with C-G-A, C-God Allah, and the eight-time demonetized champion on YouTube. <laughs> Yes, the hardest working man. I got to work 15 times harder than everybody else. And apparently somebody said I'm worth $14 million. Hey, it is what it is. You got to be out here. I got money. No wonder people trying to sue me. All right. You know what I mean? New, 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 new world order. No wonder people coming from Memphis trying to rob a ninja. All right. The Internet going crazy out here. But maybe that's some prognostication. That's some kosher diamond shit. Hey, we got a great show today. We're going to give you to the dark. We're going to take you to the dark side of YouTube. We're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to cover a story about a teen YouTuber. You want to be in the business of YouTube. You're going to find out what the business of YouTube is about. This is going to be the dark side of YouTube, potentially, potentially alleged. And in the lawsuit, there is a mother of a teenage young girl who does not have a father. I mean, she has a biological father. I did some research. Um, the father is not a part of her life that is being sued for exploiting the daughter. I'm going to put this up here just so you can see. And we're going to break this down because we often talk about parentage, parenting, custody of kids and all of this stuff. This is a single mother. And allegedly, let me go ahead and flash this up on the screen. This is going to be the main event topic. I'm going to flash this up on the screen. And there's going to be some videos that, you know, we got to show you. Mom of YouTube star Piper Raquel. Age 15 is sued for $22 million. $22 million. $22 million by 11 kids from her daughter's squad. All right. She has a, she has a squad who claimed she encouraged them to have oral segs, bragged that she made kitty prawn, and mailed her daughter's bra and underwear panties to a man who liked to sniff it. All right, let me tell you, brothers, this is going to be an interesting case. She has countersued under the RICO uh, racketeering and extortion law. She has countersued the parents. Okay. And also, and also, I would just want to show you this. Let me see. There was one more thing I wanted to show you on this one. Allegedly, she called herself the Madam of YouTube. The Madam of YouTube. All right. And then uh, what people don't know, this, this is taking place in, I believe, Hollywood, Los Angeles. This is a new way for kids uh, to become uh, kid stars. You don't no longer need Disney or Nickelodeon or in, any MK Ultra uh, sex tree, kitten tree. All right. Uh, people are using YouTube as a business to push their kids to stardom. And as a matter of fact, this young lady has a squad. So this is where the other alleged kids come in is that the mother somewhat manages and pays these other teens that call the, the squad, Piper squad. And this is, she manages them. This is how it's getting out of control. They appear on her YouTube channel. And of course, the parents of these children want their kids to be famous. And this is the entire dark side business of YouTube, where these parents are pushing their kids onto other parents to control and manage them, manage them, if you will. But it's turning dark. 
where there's sexuality, exploitation, potentially. Some celebrities have called this mother out for exploiting, exploiting her teen daughter. And uh, I do have to show a portion of the video. I have to show a portion of uh, a video that is alleged to have appeared on their broadcast. And I will put up a warning before I show the video because the video is, is, is somewhat risque. And, and here's the thing about YouTube. Uh, here's the thing about YouTube. YouTube, we get caught up in a bubble a lot of times, and YouTube is bigger than we actually actually know because you because it's very niche oriented or niche oriented, if you will. So, uh, whatever you like on YouTube, you typically stay in that bubble. It is very rare that you venture outside of it and know what's going on on YouTube. And um, you know, like a lot of people will never come over to my channel that uh, that are on YouTube. They will never get suggested my videos, obviously because I'm demonetized. But also. Um, you would never go over there. You would see the video. You would never go over there. But this person that we're talking about has 10 million subscribers, 10 million subscribers. And there's a whole world going on over there. And that world is going on there while they're trying to demonetize CGA. They're also trying to demonetize, control and regulate this individual. And so there's a whole dark world going on now that has led to a lawsuit by 11 parents of Piper Squad that is saying that the mother is a madam and sexually exploiting their daughter. All right, man, and their children. This is crazy. We are doing this, man. And anyway, you see the topics on today's show. And today is Tuesday. Um, uh, Today is Tuesday, known as Slow Tuesday or Tuesday Titans. So um, as such, we have to do our Tuesday National Anthem, which is going to be our best and favorite. Yeah. Data, shout out to her. Let's go ahead and let her acknowledge those 10 fat fingers. Here we go. What's the question? What's your body count? What? What's your body count? Body count? 260. I'm not going to lie. No, not your, your body count. What do you mean? How many? Three, 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 three. Oh, no, she's way more lightweight than I am. Ma'am, how many bodies have you had sex with? Oh, no, I can't count that. <laughs> no, I cannot. No. Let's just say it's more than the 10 fingers. Okay. okay. Hey, yeah. yeah. Hey, shout out to her and Odele. Oh, for her, man. Vato. How many Vatos think you think? How many fools you think in Vatos you think blank bang that out? You know, some Vatos bring that out. <laughs> all right. You know, some essays was all up in there. Those 10 fat chubby fingers. Name that city. Name that city. We always say San Antonio, Santa Ana, and or somewhere lower than San Diego. All right, but name that city. All right, Fresno, possibly. Fresno. <laughs> the whole MS-13 was ran a train game. I'm not going to lie. All right, yes, name a city. We always say San Antonio. Yeah, Houston. Houston, okay. Definitely San Bernardino. Brownsville, Texas, stand up. All right, definitely. It's somewhere in Los Angeles. Somewhere in Los Angeles. El Paso, for sure. All right, so let's get... Uh, to uh, this part of the show where we tell you how to contribute to the day show, dollar sign, the notorious CGA, not CGA live. Although if you do it, I won't read it live. Okay. Cause I can't put up so many screens, but maybe I will at some point, uh, the notorious CGA dollar sign on the cash app, Venmo coach, Greg Adams, TV, PayPal, PayPal.me backslash coach, Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can also super chat on the Notorious. New, 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 new world order. The Notorious CGA channel. Without further ado, let's um let's do this. Let, let me get you with a topic. 
Let me get you with a topic, and then we'll acknowledge the first and earlier contributors. And we got to do a follow-up. Normally, my first segment is following up on stuff that we've talked about. And one of the stories that we have to talk about is your boy, Jonathan Majors. He's taking another L. It is a critical, critical time for him. It's an emergency. Um, when you remove hope, and I hope you can remove race from this for a minute, we have to acknowledge that our homeboy is in trouble. Okay. He's in trouble. All right. So I, I reported on this yesterday. I kind of give you my feelings about this situation. And there's not feelings. There's just facts. All right. It's just facts. The guy was in trouble from the beginning. And I said he was in trouble. And then he came out with this attorney and put out the text messages. Still did not. It left a lot of room for error. We have not seen the taxicab video. Apparently, there was supposedly allegedly taxicab video. We have not seen that. And now this news dropping late last night. Jonathan Majors dropped by Management Entertainment 360 following the domestic violation charge, not only his manager, but his PR team. Now, this is a big deal. And, um, you know, I've been putting this and talking about the story because it is major. It is a major story uh, to see this man rise to the potential that he had. Um, he was going to be the face of the MCU franchise, which was doing a base that, you know, the MCU franchise was basically doing a reorganization of their, of their heroes, you know, but the end game, they were reorganizing their heroes. And this was a great opportunity for him to be featured in five, up to five movies over the next five years or so and earn up to $200 million. And it's sad to see that it is net worth, supposed net worth of 2 million. He fumbled $180 million just by having this association with this woman who had a alleged mental breakdown. Now, we already gone through what the possibilities are. He has some extensive rumors about his domestic violence history. We also know that the, men, the woman had the mental health breakdown. We also know that her attorney, his attorney, was speaking on behalf of her, which is unheard of, saying that she recanted, and they produced text messages that def definitely opened up more questions than they answered. And there was no recanting. There was just a text message strain she has not spoken publicly and he has a court appearance supposedly on may 9th that the charges have not been dropped so this is just the facts let's remove the feelings from it from one instance and say yeah this is a major bag fumble i know some people are like well kevin spacey's fumbled a bigger bag come on man we're not gonna act like that don't act stupid nobody's ever went to a movie because kevin spacey was in it jonathan majors was about to be a major big dime player and of course if you want to get the hollywood side of this you can do that as well. But here's the thing. The end of the at the end of the day, I'm not celebrating his demise. This is a cautionary tale. The guy is in trouble. He can hire another management team. Sure. But that doesn't mean he's not in trouble. There is talks, as I reported today, or rumors of him being recasted. That's the reality of it. There are talks. I, I reported on this yesterday that there were rumors that 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 this was happening. And as a result of those rumors, his management team dropped him. Okay. Now, what is the end story about this? This is not time to celebrate, not time to choose sides racially, not time to say, well, what about Brett Favre? Who cares? <laughs> right? Who cares about Brett Favre? Who cares about these people? What matters is his situation. His situation is what you need to learn from. And one of the things I often uh, talk about as well, you know, that I appreciate about Barack Obama. I wasn't a big fan of him. I voted for him in the first election, second election, not so much. I was um, disenchanted by him. But um, but the one thing about him is that he kept his nose clean. Why? Listen to this. He kept his nose clean. Why? Because of what it meant that he was in the position that he was in. Okay. 
Now, I don't know if he really kept his nose squeezed, but the PR team was working great for Obama. What he didn't do was get in trouble. What he didn't do was get in trouble. Why? Because the, 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 the meaning, the weight, the weight of him getting in trouble, what did that mean? That would mean huge implications for him getting in trouble. You got to make sure you keep your nose clean. And this guy did not. That is the, that's the end story. If you want to make a bigger story than that, go ahead. But the end story is when you get to a position of prominence, you cannot do the stupid shit that you did when you were broke. And yes, the, the media carried his water too. Yeah, the media knew how to hide his stuff. Nobody knew he was a chain smoker, Obama. And he was a chain smoker. Nobody even knew about it. They hid it. Nobody knew that he was not an eloquent speaker. They hid it. And they, they, they hid it. But he knew not to get in trouble. He knew not to go and get some, have some man sleeping in his bed or a woman or a man, woman. You got to know how to move. See, what you want is to be able to do stupid shit like um, what was the there's another person they keep bringing up that it has no correlation to this case. Ezra something they keep bringing up. What about Ezra? Ezra's on the other side of the studio, has nothing to do with this as a black man. When you get to this position, you can't do stupid shit and then think you're going to get a pass, period. Can't. Now, Ezra Miller can do what all he wants to do, and that doesn't even matter. Here's what matters. You got to move like Obama. You got to move like Obama. When you get to the position at top, you basically bursted through a wall that was not even available to you, and they allowed you in the door. You got in there, and then you went and did stupid shit. You can't, you can't then say, well, what about Ezra? That's not how it works. That's not how it works. So men... You want to make that politic and say, what about when Brett Favre did? And what about when Ezra? you're going to not learn the lesson? This is a lesson. This is a cautionary tale. You got to make sure when you get these opportunities, you cannot fumble it. Doing stupid shit, thinking people are going to give you a pass. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. So unfortunately, listen, I'm not rooting this on. I'm just telling you as a man, I don't have a, a dog in a fight. I don't have a dog in this fight. I know he's in trouble. He's on the ropes right now. He's on the ropes. Can he survive this? He can still survive it. And and for those wondering, I did the same story on Johnny Depp, all right, as he was going through his trial. I think the woman making it up, in my opinion. But here's the thing. Um, there used to be something called lynch mobs, right? Lynch mobs were mobs that basically would, would carry out old Western or Southern justice on allegations all right somebody would allege something somebody would have a rumor or something would happen and uh, they would carry out old justice they got rid of mobs because mobs are unhealthy mobs did not allow due process mobs would not allow the law and uh to carry out and defend uh what the constitution allowed here in america which basically is you're innocent until proven guilty today we have mob justice and i don't like it. We have cancel culture, which is mob justice, which essentially is if something comes out, we basically make a judgment about the person and we convict them without that person getting a chance to defend themselves uh, because that's what we're afforded by the rights of the Constitution. Now, cancel culture is just mob justice. We cancel a person, we get them fired from their job, and then if it turns out to be not true, then that person has to recover. All right. I don't think that's fair at all. And we got rid of mob justice long time ago, somewhere between the 1960s and the 1990s. 
in the 2000s, but now we actually subscribe to mob justice. And this is a case of mob justice because there's been no evidence presented that he did it. There's no been evidence that presented that he did not do it. All right. And now he's been uh, being affected. And then later on, like Johnny Depp, it took him $10 million to recover his image. And still he's fired and lost a lot of jobs and opportunities. I don't like cancel culture. I don't like mob justice at all. It's absolutely, it's absolutely insane that we allow this in our country. He's being a victim. This is yet another victim. And as a man, you guys can't say shit is unfair. What you can do is come up with another solution on how to move. He should not have had a girlfriend. I said that. He shouldn't have let that girl go. I said that. He shouldn't have been allegedly text messaging other girls while he has a girlfriend. That's dumb. And that's dumb way to move when you get these opportunities, man. Anyway, anyway, that's what it is. Yeah, Michael Irvin, too, victim of mob justice. This cancel culture is just mob justice. That's all it is. It's just street vigilantes. And But we use the internet for vigilantism, and vigilantism is not healthy. Even your Batman and, and, and all these Superman people, um, um, these people are moral vigilantes. And vigilantes oftentimes cause collateral damage. And then um, when the damage is done, the vigilante is nowhere to be there, nowhere to be seen. Right. They don't have to pay for the tab at the end of the day. They just move on with their lives. So um, I'm really against that cancel culture shit. It's actually crazy. But he fumbled the bag. That's not mm. now with that being said, he did fumble the bag. All right. He did. All right. So that's what it is. And he could have he could have unfumbled the bag by moving a little bit better. With that being said, let's get to the next update. And we're going to get to the uh, super chats here in a minute. The earlier contributors to today's show alexis sky somebody sent me this um this rumor meal here if you will and of many of them with photos of a known 304 that people are defending in the face of cga mm. these men are walking l's they lick the dog this is allegedly uh alexis sky's relationship tab <laughs> all right let's go ahead and go through this one all right remember if you haven't seen the internet of a couple of people had some feelings about me going in on alexis sky and here they are i'm gonna show you how much she's been in these streets here it is she was with allegedly rapper trouble he was trouble was the individual who got shot to death going to fornicate at another woman's house in atlanta there she is look at this let's make this a little bit larger there that is the woman that a ninja is on the internet defending right now mm. <laughs> There she is with the rapper Trouble, who's who's died, unfortunately. There she is. She's right there in the picture. Oh, who else? French Montana. Holy mackerel. There's the woman right there. There she is. How did she get with that guy? Here, here, here she is again. She been passed around, huh? Playboy Cardi. Look whose head is on her shoulder. Lay your head on my shoulder. There's the woman right again. This is who ninjas are defending on the internet against CGA. What? All right. Is there another one? I don't know who Reese Mitchell is. Uh, there's a guy here, YFN Lucci. Oh, basketball players too. Basketball players too. Confirmed. Takala W. Don't know who that is. They had an encounter. Who else? Lil Baby. They had a relationship. All right. Here we go right here. These are all alleged. King Little G. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Terry Rozier. Terry. Oh, my God. Terry. Not Terry Rozier. Okay. Rob Kardashian, allegedly. These are all alleged. These are all alleged. 
All right, Justin Combs. This is Sean Puff Daddy Combs' son. There she is in the video. All up in the video. All up in the video. All right, this is who ninjas are defending on the internet. Solo Lucci. Offset. Let's continue. All right, allegedly, the Fetty Wop. All right, come on, man. What, what are we doing here? Rick Ross, allegedly. James Harden, allegedly. <laughs> right? Future, allegedly. What? You're the, look. Look, I can't help men out. I can't help y'all out. <laughs> this, is the, this is who people are saying is out of my league. Holy shit. Apparently, it takes a little bit to get you in your league. All right, there, there's nobody. This is a woman saying what you, you have to be a man of God. Bruh. Bruh, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing out here, man? Men are licking the dog. It's absolutely crazy. This is a pass around at best. That is unbelievable. Who who else? I'm sure there's people missing. Sure there's people missing, but we got to acknowledge that. And I'm glad somebody sent me that. That the internet is wild. The internet don't forget. Lord have mercy. All right, what are we doing here? All right, you guys got to know what league you're in. All right, there ain't no but look, man, there's almost no woman out of my league. I know people you might think so, but when it comes to me, there's there's rarely a woman out of my league. All right. It don't even exist. I never walk around going, that woman's out of my league. <laughs> All right, there's no way. Now, she might think so, but she might be wrong, dead ass wrong. Where are we at? Shout out to my man, Kevin Samuels or Kevin Sullivan. He says, shout out to the Coach Radamas. Did you see that Brittany Griner is coming out with a book? I believe you called it when they did the prison swap. They always can play the sympathy card. Yep, I said it. I said, you know what? I was like, she's going to write a book. It's automatic. And um, it's going to come out in the form of, um, you know, it's going to be a whole bunch of reading rainbow, reading rainbow bullshit. Um, you know, to push the agenda to going on. What what happened to that other guy, the spy? What happened to the other guy? Isn't there a spy over there that they Paul Whelan? Where he at? Mm. <laughs> All right. Where's Paul Whelan at? Wait a minute. Who are Nobody. You? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody here has heard of Paul Whelan. He's sitting over there for four years and we got Brittany Griner, right? So we got uh Kaylin. Kaylin says, what's up, coach? We need to congratulate Jalen Hurts on getting his new deal. Lamar Jackson should take notes. And Lamar, Kaylin, I mean, sorry, Jalen Hurts, Kaylin, Jalen. Jalen Hurts got a good deal. I mean, he got $225 million allegedly. I don't know the, the specifics, but Lamar Jackson's running around trying to get a deal just like that. And he ain't getting it. Why? His mother is his agent, right? The NFL is definitely probably colluding against him for not using a registered NFL agent. And the mother is not coming off of it. I know there probably feels some sort of way with Jalen Hurts getting this deal. Um, he deserves it because he took his team to the Super Bowl. And uh, I think they were 15 and one during the regular season or something crazy like that. The Eagles. And um, he actually has produced Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson has not been to the Super Bowls. And mark my word, they will not. Okay, he will not lead a team to the Super Bowl. And I think the team knows it. He knows it. And I'm sorry, the teams know it and every other team knows it. All right. So if, if he if he was capable of doing so, they would bend over backwards for him. And they're not right. And they're finding out the hard way. Um, and it says right here, Jalen Hurts has an all-woman's management team. All right? You, look, look, politics are politics, man. <laughs> all right. 
Somebody says, I take Hurts over Lamar. Lamar will be a uh, cap nightmare. Yeah, I mean, yes. I mean, Lamar uh, is not going to get his money. All right, it is what it is. All right, shout out to Moose Hefner. He says, yesterday's paper test was the greatest of all time. No denying those statistics. No, man. No, man. Uh, you know, uh, you know, people have to do what they have to do. You get the paper test. The paper test is always going to tell the truth. Well, this is not true. I believe in love. I believe love lasts. All right, take a piece of paper out. How many of your loves have last? lasted? Zero. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Cesar Adames. He says, the baby mama terrorist fund. And a child is a terrible thing to abuse and waste out here. Who do we have here? We do have a couple of man, uh, men in here. We had this brother. Andrew told a great story. He says, Coach, you should easily be worth $14 million after your extensive football coaching career, including coaching the Bears to the Super Bowl. Also, with the Mexican restaurant with Kaylee last night. Oh, man. It couldn't stop laughing because our server looked like Francisco, and I had to explain to her why it was so funny. 100%. 100%. I actually, man, Um, I actually, uh, you, I should be worth $14 million here on these YouTube streets with the amount of people, with the amount of people that, um, let me see here. Did I skip some people? With the amount of people that know my references, this crazy. All right. Uh, Maryland guy said, what's going on? You didn't, you missed my super chat. He says, hey coach, there are two women that work who are in their thirties and they both don't take their husband's or they didn't take their husband's last name. They both divorced their husbands within three years of marriage and are now dating other women. Do not date liberal women. Wow. And as we showed you on the divorce statistics chart, liberal women who identify politically as liberal or progressive have the worst divorce rate, and it ain't even close. It ain't even close. Conservatives have a way less divorce rate. It's almost a guarantee. I think the divorce rate is like 37%. I'd stay away from liberal women like it's my life. I don't want nothing to do with them. Not not, not like that. I mean, I'll fornicate with one, but <laughs> all right. All right. And so there you go. There you go. Shout out to Newski says CGA is right. We have to stop fumbling bags. It's hard enough to be in a good position. Protect ourselves. And your name is everything. Allegations are bad, even if it isn't true. Rumors hurt. Rumors hurt. Okay. Um, the amount of men that go cry, baby, when shit hits the fan, and especially when it's a situation you could have avoided. Guys, you can't be crybabies about this shit. You know, I know, you know, back in the day, I used to do content. This ain't fair, and we need the loss. I really wasn't on that bandwagon anyway. There's a lot of guys that still are. And this ain't fair. And what we need to do, men don't, you guys don't support. You guys don't put up. You guys talk shit. You guys don't support. You don't have lobbyist groups. You don't take time um, to to uh, march or get legal uh, knowledge or anything. You don't do anything. There's people that are giving you legal advice on the internet and they're giving you paperwork and they might charge you 25 bucks and you complain about it. They're still male content creators saying men shouldn't be making money off YouTube. I mean, the, the, if that's going to be the case, you can't cry when the shit doesn't go your way. It's all about who's your daddy. It's all about who's your daddy. You know who, who the daddy is to politicians? Women. Why? 
They pay, they support, they sponsor, they, they have lobbyist groups, they campaign together. They stay united. They protect each other at all costs. They protect each other at all costs. Men out here divided on how they get coochie and telling me that whores are out of my league. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what do we talk about? What we talk about out here. You know what I mean? And they're out here trying to be, uh, you know, talk about player and pimpism like it's 1994. You guys got to understand how this works. You can't turn crybaby in a system that basically is going to work against you because it plays you and what you like against what's what's real. That's the reality of it. It plays the it plays the fact that you're an atomic dog. And all you do is come on the internet and cry about how shit is unfair. And then you return back to being by wow, yippee, yo, yippee, yay. Why must I chase the cat? You atomic dog looking ninjas. Oh, why must I chase the cat? All you do is chase the cat. And then when shit hits the fan, you're like, whoa, this is unfair. They shouldn't be treating me like this. What the hell? Atomic dog looking ninjas. Stop saying shit is unfair. It's completely fair because you don't do nothing but chase the cat. Anyway, and lick the ball and you lick the dog. Super chats. MC Hamster, the therapist, fat coochie equals the new football print, the FUPA print. Get the lights up, ninjas. All right. The dictator says, send the asteroid coach. Women are officially stronger than men yesterday. We saw the Undertaker's sister. All right, get hit with the people's car crash and recover faster than him and Kane. And not only that, she spawned from the vehicle, not even walking with the limp. I don't know what's going on with the world. What, what is going on? She spawned. <laughs> she spawned from that vehicle. What is these women are just straight up? This is they're they're out here on some other shit. Do not get in fight. I always said, man, when it comes to black women, I will not get into a street fight with them at all. I will avoid a street fight with them because for some, some reason, they spawn <laughs> like a demon and they will come like you would. You will give them everything you got. You will give them the clubber lane treatment and they will still be coming after you like this, like possessed, like, whoa. Yeah, they respawn. I was like, holy shit. Man, they are do not get into a fist fight with them, man. They they come up with some different shit. Um, I think it's a possession too. I think they're many times possessed. And also, also, they can be extremely uh angry. And anger is one of those things that again, like um, like debating and um and like uh and fighting when someone's anger is angry is not good. Like if you're not angry and they're angry and somebody comes and fights you. And they're super angry and you don't give a damn. You're indifferent. You're like, whoa, what's the problem? There's no need to fight. All right. Just be like diffuse, diffuse. It's okay. Because that person is going to have some sort of adrenaline <laughs> running wild in their veins. And you can hit them with everything you got. They still going to come after you. <laughs> you still going to come. You're going to be like, what the hell? You can give them the tombstone and they will get back up. It's crazy. So always avoid angry people and also avoid people who um, come after you and attack you all the time. And they want to re they want you to engage in attacking them back. And you're sitting there like I was just sitting here minding my business. You attack me <laughs> like 
Why am I supposed to attack you back? I was minding my own business. I didn't even I didn't even talk about you. And so people want to know why I don't go after certain people. I'm like, why would I? I was just minding my own business over here. No need to attack that person. And people make a lot of attack videos on me. I'm sitting there like, well, I'm sitting there like, wait a minute. Who are you? You got to always kind of play check chest out here. People moving checker pieces around trying to get you to, uh, uh, you know, bump you off your square. I'm like, I didn't have no dog in the fight. Mm. <laughs> here we go here. I wasn't looking for a fight. All right. Anyway, Henry Resilient, a hit piece. It's about to come out about him any day about his past. He says now he'll likely get replaced by Disney. He fumbled the $200 million in seconds. What is the truth? The truth is, I don't care what you say, why he did it, what was against him. The truth is he lost $200 million. And if they put that hit piece out, uh, which there are going to be a lot of people that probably were waiting to be interviewed, he's going to take that ill. The Kang. He says all of that hit piece. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was something else. But yeah. Shout out to Big Doe Butter. Ninjas are soft. Always in y'all feeling. He says, I see why XXs be bullying y'all. Shout out to the coach. Ninjas be always in their feelings, man. Always. They be like, well, why? Well, why? Put your money where your mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. Okay. Nobody cares about men anymore. You heard of the she economy. It's about where the dollars move. And you don't got to give me the dollars, but you got to put up or shut up. Nobody's going to be like, well, men should be in charge. And men, they should be respecting men. And men, we do. Money talks, bullshit walks. <laughs> what? Money talks, bullshit walks. That's always been it, what it is. So you could talk, talk, talk to the cows come home. But where the money at? Follow the money. That's what it is. Everybody's following the money. But y'all the only ones, the last Marxists out here, community uh, communist that wanted to be a communist organization. It ain't going to work. It is what it is. Shout out to Maryland guy says, what up, coach? Are you not using PayPal anymore? You said, and I actually caught up to your super chat, but I'm still on. I don't know why you got skipped. And last one, E says, you on fire already done? Shun, chill out and chill, chill. Man, this world, two things, money and punani make the world go round. <laughs> That's what it is. You can lie to yourself all you want. Money and punani. Punani should be free. Yeah, I, I swear. I swear to God. <laughs> That's what I got. I don't know what y'all doing here. That's what make the world go around. Remember they had all those politicians and everybody convened. Where was that at? They went to recently. I can't remember where they went, but it was a it was a uh, World Economic Forum where they went somewhere in Slovenia or whatever. Where were they at? Guess what? They was talking about money, and then when they stopped talking about money, they start ordering punani. <laughs> Davos convention. Yeah, they went to Davos. The hookers was out there, out there making a bag. They was like, let's talk about all day from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. We're going to talk about money. And then when they stopped talking about money, they start diving in the punani. Mm. <laughs> and then in the morning, they start talking about money again. Those are the only two things that matter. And then it was power and money and punani. 
and girls was getting a bag out here while y'all was out here with your dry whistle trying to dip in that fat girl that was giving you attention. Where are you at? Anyway, call it what it is, but the truth is the truth. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. What do we got here already? We're going to the Communidad. All right, the Communidad. What's going on here? Uh, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. This poor man. I have to report men are down bad, bad. This brother right here. <laughs> check a look. This brother right here. Uh, X, I guess he's an Air National Guardsman. Take a look at him right there. Hold on for a second. I don't want to share nothing. All right, here he is right there. Check out. Look at that little mustache he has. Apparently, he's arrested. Why was he arrested? He was trying to apply for a job as a hitman on the Internet. I'll let them explain it. Tennessee Air National Guardsman has been arrested and charged after allegedly trying to get a job as a hitman. And the website he tried using, rentahitman.com. Yep, brothers, we down bad. We down bad. I know we had the AI girl yesterday fooling people with nudes. Yes, men bought AI nudes. Now this man is on the internet, rentahitman.com. <laughs> and he was like, I'll do the job. I ain't got no job. What are we doing? The site boasts glowing testimonials, plus a quick and easy hitman job application. Oh, man. To join one of the, quote, world's best problem resolution organizations. Man, that's a sad, man. I mean, you know, Memphis at best. I mean, come on, man. But the site is all a parody, apparently lost on 21-year-old Josiah Ernesto Garcia. According to the criminal complaint, in early February, Garcia submitted a resume and identification documents Jeez. saying he was, quote, an expert marksman and earned the nickname Reaper. Yeah, sorry about that Undertaker bill. Yeah, what? He's the Reaper? My goodness. Just days later, the complaint says Garcia sent another email to the rentahitman.com oh. site what? writing, quote, I'm looking for a job that pays well related to my military experience, shooting and killing the marked target. Well, you know, I mean, listen, I don't even know what more to explain about that. I think that that probably should be well known by him. He's a military guy and he's expert. At, but but his paper trail game is a little bit off. I don't know if you know a thing about moving in silence and violence. Your paper trail game has to be on lock. You can't be running around uh, with a digital paper trail, like an application, government document marks, and then re-following up, asking about the job. Hey, uh, anybody got any jobs? <laughs> All right, Jesus. Oh, man. Let's give him the Undertaker bell, man. Good Lord. That's definitely going to straggle and sniggle. That's some straggle and sniggle stuff. Why would you? What are you doing out here, man? Gosh. All right, man, uh, let's get to the next topic, Mark, right here. The struggle is real out here for American women. You guys don't realize that they're, 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 they're struggling out here with this lack of relationship and pushing these things off, and they don't need no man, and they don't want to have babies. 21 is too young to get married. I think tradition has all the answers. This progressive movement is causing a lot of collateral damage. 
And one such is the pet mom phenomenon, which we're going to feature a video of a woman who doesn't have a boyfriend, obviously, and she lives in her 128-square-foot apartment. She has a pet, though. She has man's best friend, which is now women's best friend, a dog. They all want a dog. But they're using the dog in place of their natural child nurturing stage. We know women have fertility at a, you know, mid-teens all the way into their uh, late 20s. That is their peak fertility. And they have a natural nurturing nature that they want to explore, but they're not using children. They're early terminating these children. They're avoiding the children. They're using contraceptions to not have these children. But what they're doing is they're turning it into their dog. Not only is the dog serves as a pseudo child, it also serves as a mate. Now, this video is a young woman who is going to show that her dog is even sick of her, like her mate would be sick of her. And here's the video right here telling my dog about my day. This should be considered pet abuse because we would call this child abuse or spouse abuse or partner abuse. We know that in relationships, you are an emotional tampon and you have to listen, listen, listen. But check out this poor dog. Then she tried to do it again. And I was like, are you dumb? Because that just doesn't make sense. Like, it just wasn't getting through to her that everything that was going down was going down for a reason. And she just wasn't, she wasn't trying to. And then she tried to do it again. And I was like, are you dumb? Look at him. Look at him. He like, man, uh, what the hell you talking? Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. If you don't top, stop telling me this story, because this is how we would look. We would be like, man, please, would you shut up? I already heard this. Who cares about your story? Because I just don't. <laughs> just look right here. Mm. <laughs> the dog's like, man, can I get another owner? Do you have a boyfriend? What happened to that last guy yesterday you were sucking on? What happened to him? Oh, he skedaddled. All right, he's not here no more. All right, you were talking to him, and he somehow he busted a nut, and he not he not here no more. Okay, can you actually put me in touch with him? All right. Doesn't make sense. Like, it just wasn't getting through to her. Oh man, he like take me, Lord, take me, take me. I can't put up with this no more, man. This woman, she won't feed me. She broke. Her sugar daddy comes over, puts and shoves. And all of a sudden, I get food. Where's your sugar daddy at? Where's your sugar daddy at? I got money. Everything that was going down. Yep. And so here's the thing, man. This is, you know, I, I, I think they're putting too much stress on these dogs. Dogs want to run around. They want to be lazy. They want to sit on the porch. They want to be fed. They want to chase birds and go out and exercise. They don't want to be all up in the house cooped up listening to your stories. All right, they don't want to be uh, uh, held like a baby. You know, they put them in these strollers and, and hold them like babies and say, this is my therapy dog. Dog don't want to be a therapy dog. Dog want to run outside. Dog want to dig in the, in, the, in the dirt. Dog want to do something they don't want to be doing. They don't want to be listening to your stuff like this sitting up here. All right, that's what you need. That's what you need. Uh, you need some therapy yourself. I was going down for a reason. She just wasn't, she wasn't trying to. Yeah. And then, she and by the way, I had a you know a junior college girl over, and she did the same thing to me recently. And I'm looking at her like, what in the hell? And she was telling me about her and my friend, and I was doing it, and I was like, oh my god! I was like, what the hell is this? I looked at her like, bruh, I don't give a shit about your story. I really don't. All right, but anyway, man, this is some sort of uh, this is how down bad. Don't ever think. I want you guys, you guys that are lonely, you lonely guys. Don't ever think women have better things to do. 
right? You're all doing this. Oh, she's busy. She said she was so busy and she had, she was working and she had a better things to do. They don't have better things to do. They don't. They have, they, they are bored to death. The best thing they can do is scroll on the internet on, on, uh, and I called it the internet. Scroll on apps, TikTok, dating apps, Instagram, tick, uh, Facebook, YouTube. They ain't doing shit. They ain't doing nothing. Okay. All right, they are doing nothing. All right, uh, here it is right here. What about the sob stories out here? You guys know if you're on the dark side, the dark, dark side, the sob stories you hear from junior college women. This is one of the sob stories uh, that we typically hear. We talk about on locals, coachgregadams.locals.com for members only content. Okay, the reason why I don't do members only on YouTube anymore is because every time I do, they demonetize my channel. So I just sit there and that's it. All right, so anyway, check this out. What's up, Cash App Bay? Cash App Bay, I'm John. Man, whatever. I need three hundred dollars if oh, you want to see the girl. Three hundred dollars. Are you sure I can send more? No, three hundred is good. Okay. Did you get it? Did we get it? Yeah. Hey, yeah. I swear to God, if you lay one hand on my girl, you son of a. Oh my God! I don't know why I just don't ask him for the money to get the car fixed. I mean, he seems like a real nice guy. He'll give it to you if you ask. Anyways, that's going to last you about six more months, and the other one you good for about a year. Okay, what about that one right there? That one? Ah, that's a hard one, but that, you'll be all right. Just don't turn to the left real hard. Oh, okay, okay. All right, you take cash out? I do. All right, thank you so much. Hey, no problem. All right. All right. It's it gets like this sometimes. And if you're on the dark side at the junior college, this is how it works, man. They be coming up with sob stories. Oh my god, I had a car wreck. I can't pay my insurance. My dad, my dog need emergency surgery. My grandma died. They come up with all kinds of shit. I'm rent dude. They kicking me out right now. I'm getting evicted. I'm too much behind. And what what the guy said on the other side, it was like 300. That's all you need. I could have gave you 300. You need any more. So um you know, a lot of people will not understand that if you're not on the dark side. But the dark side, a lot of women think they got to scam, finesse, come up with all kinds of shit, emergencies to get you to act. And you would have just been like, here, okay, because it doesn't mean shit. But this is how down bad a lot of women are financially, where they think they got to scam and scheme. And they really don't have to do that. All you have to do is be a good woman. That's all you have to do. But being a good woman is too hard. This is the lesson I want you to know. Being a good woman is too hard. Like you have to not be a good woman for one day. You got to be a good woman consistently. That is too hard for them to do. There's no reward in it. So then they have to scam and scheme and put up shit like this. And this is what happens because they really, yep, she could have just asked. And they, he might have told her no, but they go through these lengths. Uh, if you know, you know, they go through some crazy ass lengths. And you're like, wow. And it actually makes you lose respect for them because they're actually not honoring the social contract of the arrangement of how the situation works. You can actually do what you're supposed to do, like drop that neck. Okay. You bitch. Yeah, bitch. Come drop that neck. All right. But they get to the point where they don't want to drop that neck. Here's a young woman here who says she's going to be homeless. Remember, I've been reporting on this for a couple of years. And I said that this is going to come. And uh, there were some people who, Say, well, we're all the homeless women. I'm like, dude, they don't just go on the street. They have to be a burden to their fathers then or their parents. 
Then they have to be a burden on some man, maybe an older man. Then they become a burden on some boyfriend. And then they drop down to a roommate. And then they pair up with four girls in a, a in a two-bedroom apartment. And then they have a falling out. And then so they just then they go to a shelter for a little bit. Then they then they get trafficked by a pimp. Then it's just a this is the revolving circle. All right. But this is a young woman that's going to explain. And she's a young piece of calico. Um, if you will, she's not that attractive to me, but she's going to explain she about to get kicked out. She's going to take you on a journey and we'll let you take. We'll let her take you on it. Welcome to the junior college. Uh, let's play it right here. Here we go right here. Come spend a day with me as a girl who was supposed to move out by April 15th and it's April 16th and she still has nowhere to go um, and she might end up homeless. First stop, chicken salad chick for lunch. Um, so it's the day after. Chicken Salad Chick is closed on Sundays, and I didn't know that because I guess I'm a fake fan. I forgot what I ended up getting, bro. I forgot what I ended up getting, but I also slept all day yesterday and did nothing. Another wasted day, another day closer to homelessness. They don't take life seriously, man. They don't take life seriously. Look, they will be at the end of their rope on TikTok. Jesus, they'll be at the end of that rope. And the previous day before getting kicked out, she said, oh, well, I, I slept all day and didn't do nothing. Then I went to Chick-fil-A and blah, blah, blah. And yep, I'm going to be homeless. Well, listen, you'll at least have $200 if you come see CGA. I mean, you'll at least leave $200 in your pocket. All right, come on, on the slow Tuesday. Uh, but I'm going to have to put some Vaseline on them lips. <laughs> All right, I'm going to have to put some Vaseline on them lips. But she's going to be living in her car. And while living in her car, she's going to be doing nothing but sleeping. It is what it is. But that's how they live life. One impending disaster to the next. One impending disaster to the next. Now, she's uh, probably uh, 21, 24, somewhere within that age range. Okay? She's somewhere within that age range. Why isn't she trying to actually legitimize her life? Because she's following the propaganda. She thinks she can do it on her own. And clearly that's not the case. She probably re rebelled against her parents. Now she's out here. Don't have her parents to come back to. Why doesn't she have a boyfriend that may be a little bit older in a better position or in a better position her age, which is almost impossible, that she can lean on? Why isn't she pushing out babies? Why isn't she getting married? She obviously can't do it. And there's no there's no telling me. I'm, I'm telling you, if she's not doing it now, she's not going to be doing it in five, 10 years. She needs to be doing that. But here's the thing. My position is I'll I'll let them go ahead and drown. I'll let them go to where they need to go. But they can get $200 to get some Chick-fil-A in the middle of all that. Mm. Right. He says, good guys need to step up. Not me. Yeah. So good guy. Yeah. See, see, you're taking on people who have bad habits. They, she already has bad habits in life. And this is how she's ending up. And her only Solution is now to post her impending disaster on the social media and say, previously, I did nothing about myself. I'm going to get evicted. Uh, she doesn't understand how evictions work. She's not going to get evicted, but she's going through the process. And now it's, well, you know, what do I do? Nothing. I got nothing to do. And, and this is what it is. It's crazy. Somebody says she'll find a simp. Um, sadly enough, that could be true, but there's not enough simps out here. I mean, the simps are out here, but they're not rescuing broads like this. They're not, all right, they'll use her and all of that stuff, but it is what it is. What about this next story? How much does a man have to make to date her? We're going to show you two clips. 
two clips of two women that have opposing views. We're showed this clip before. Actually, we haven't showed this clip before. Uh, let me see here. Where is it? Yeah, we showed this clip before right here of some of the modern monetized women. It says right here, what's expected from daddy? Shout out to Israel Padilla. Let's go ahead and show you the monetized. I'm going to have to refresh it. Monetized woman. And these are from the Cesar Chavez community. Uh, what do you expect from your sugar daddy? A lot of money. 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 Chingo de lana. Don't, Chingo de lana. Don't call me ever. Just when, when it's to hang out to get paid. Yeah. That's it. What's your charge to hang out? 700. Yeah, about. At least. At least. One case. At least. No fucking no. 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 The thing is like 3,000. I don't. I don't. No, I don't. I fuck mine with 3,000. Are those sugar daddies, are they boyfriend material? Can they be our boyfriends? Uh, he can no. be my husband. No, he's married. And he is kid. married and has a kid, but it's okay. Red flag. All right, so we got we got women putting a price on it. No woman's out of your league, guys. No woman's out of your league. Never believe that. Uh, these young women are pulling the price on it, and they're telling you what they do, and they sound very specific. They can't be my boyfriend, but they can be my husband. Um, they can do this for this amount, but for this amount is this amount. We also have the young woman that says, um, you know, they was asked, uh, how old of a man would you date? Without money, 32. With money, 57. Now, there's another lady who is going to be counter to that woman uh for some reason a lot of men want to know this question and this question indicates you know men are not in a good financial position for many modern women in many metropolises if you will and so their insecurity is i need to ask this woman how much you need to make as a man to qualify for them because you think they're out of your league they're not they're all have a price oh all, all women have a price. Their price might be an engagement ring, right? Because the good women are like, I don't have a price, coach. I don't have a price. Okay, what kind of engagement ring would you like? And she'd be in there. Oh, what I would like is I would like a diamond. I would like 80 my, I would like 89 carats. I want this. That's a price. Mm. Well, he has to have a house, a stable job. That would be a price. Okay, is that not a price? That those are those are things that you can quantify. Like you can measure economically. That would be a price. He needs to take me out on three dates and he that would be a price. You know what I mean? It's like people, everybody has a price. So in this case, this person, oh yes, you have to also be a man of God. All right, here we go right here. So let's go ahead and play this video. Let's see. I have to make the date you. He has to make me smile, me no, feel really appreciated. Yeah, it don't matter about all that money shit. Nah, because y'all be having money and y'all be goofy as hell. Y'all don't know how to talk to a bitch. Y'all weird as hell for real. Y'all weird as Yo, All right, so let's play it again. Bunch of guys have to make the date you. He has to make me smile, me no, feel really appreciated. Yeah. It don't matter about all that money shit. Nah, because y'all be having money. Y'all be goofy as hell. Y'all don't know how to talk to a bitch. Y'all weird as hell for real. Y'all weird as Okay, so let's talk about this. I, you know, a lot of men will say, "Oh, finally, we got me. A, we got a regular woman here. She don't got a price." Okay, somebody said, "Translate, coach." All right, so uh, he says, "My ear." If you listen to, yeah, here's the thing. First of all, I will fold her ass up. You know what I mean? Listen, let me. Oh, how much a guy has to make? The I would, I would take, I take care of that shit. All right, but not, not take care of it like that. But I would fold that up for an evening. That's number one. Number two, she's not lying. She's not lying. Number one. Let's talk about, let's skip ahead. She said, you dudes with money are, I think she said lame. 
or something like that. She was talking about dudes with money are lame or, or something like that, which is correct. A lot of people will use money as a substitute for character, and that's neither here nor there. A lot of times a man could have money and a woman could just be bored and drier than the uh, Sahara Desert. So she's right on that number. The next part that she's right about is that um, that that uh, you might not have figured out is that she's already tried men with money. See, here's the thing, though. The reason why she know dudes are lame that have money is because she's been there. See, this is what you got to you got to uh, read into. So she's already tried to do it. She already put money as a priority and then realized that there was no happiness over there. Right? She was like, I'll do, I'll date ballers. I'll date dudes with money. She got skeeted on. She had to lay there while a fat dude pushed, pushed and shoved on her that she had no interest in, but she was getting a cool $1,000. Okay? And she got a dinner and all that shit. And he was goofy. He was dry. He had no game. He was lame. And she said, well, damn, this is not it either. So now she's going backwards and say, well, you got to at least make me smile and do all of these things, which he is correct as well. But make no doubts about it. Make no doubts about it. Most of you good guys aren't in there yet. You're, you're somewhere in the middle of this gray area of qualifying for her. Because now you think, oh, if I could just make her laugh and make her smile, I'm in there. No, no. But then you think if I just had money, I can secure her and keep her as a kept woman. No, at the end of the day, she has a price. You just got to determine what that price is. But also, you kind of have to have a mix of understanding how to talk and communicate, set boundaries and rules and guidelines for her to follow. So those are the two things where guys have to figure out of merging uh, the conversation with her. The one side, what she's just presenting is not enough. Also, the other side is not enough either. She's trying to find a guy who's almost impossible to find. But she's trying to find that person as her own and keep it as her own. And it ain't never going to happen. She's going to be least only. She's going to be least only for a long time. And she can charge whatever she wants. Many men will pay for it. She's going to be least only until she finds what she finds. Odds are she's never going to find it. Odds are. Odds are. But it gives men hope. It gives men hope. And also, if you're a game-centric gentleman, you actually – uh give you hope right because she's like hey man you got to know how to talk to me you got to help know how to make me smile for a guy like me i don't care about that i don't care about making her smile i don't care about making her happy or the conversation i can have the conversation but that's not a priority for me so you need somebody that's under me all right but trust me i've had people i know people are like she out of your league coach if you think that do i've Listen, you haven't been on locals. I've already, you've already seen, I've had many women just like this easily for chump change in a, in a period of time, all right? Chump change. You don't have to have that exact one, but you can get one just like it for chump change with the skip the line pass. Easily. Layup. <laughs> Layup. Anybody think I'm lying, you ain't on locals. If you know, if you're on locals, you know I'm not lying. Here we go. Date you. He has to make me smile, me no, feel no. appreciated. It don't matter about all that money shit. Nah, because y'all be having money and y'all be goofy as hell. Y'all don't know how to talk to a bitch. Y'all weird as hell for real. And she's she's pretty young and a lot of this uh cackling and all of that stuff. But guys, take 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 a good look. Do not think you run a game on this alone. All right. 
you're going to have to come with a little bit. You're going to have to come with a little bit. She don't need you now to own a yacht. She's already done that. But at the end of the day, she knows that that's lame. Dudes, dudes that have yachts, they're lame. But a yacht is a skip the line pass. And it didn't stop her from getting on the yacht. And it didn't stop her from being used and discarded like toilet tissue for a nominal fee. And she tried it and she's done with it. A lot of women go through that phase. All right. Now she wants somebody who's authentic. <laughs> yeah, she did this. She did. And she didn't pay for herself. Yeah, she did. She definitely flown herself to Paris. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island topped. I've done all of that. Yeah, she has done all of that. And now she's back at your uh, stop. But uh, I think that's the last video here. Is that the last one? Let's see here. I got to get my banners right. Oh, yeah, that is the last video for that section right there. Let's get to the super chats. All right, what do we got here? All right, we got the RP Tone Low. He says, LOL, a fire crotch flat back just tried to get me yesterday for $2,700 saying she will be evicted if she didn't have cash by Friday. Yo. <laughs> and you're like, you're like this. You're like this. What that mean? Too bad. So sad. Too bad. So sad. You ain't got no time for that. I have no time for that. Again. Again, your life is your life. Your financial life is your life. It ain't mine. What you need to do, ladies, is get a husband. If you're in that bad of a financial pickle, you need to go get married. All right. They'll do everything but get married. You know why? Because marriage makes them actually toe the line. They actually have to follow rules. Okay. But they want to be out here uh, panicking in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. And then make you jump and buck when they when they when they're in trouble. Hell no. I mean, never ever fall for shit like that. There's a method to the madness. Jay. Jay Cool, what do you have to say, brother? He says, I can't control what others think of me, but I can 100% control what I think of myself. Sometimes just keeping things inside and figuring them out is the best way to go, at least for a man like myself. After all, whiners are not allowed. That's 100%. It matters none what other people think of you in that light, right? But uh, in some people's world, that's all they have is the ability to uh, potentially control you well, this is what I think about you. And I'd be like, what? Really? And that's going to change my opinion. How? I don't even know what. I don't know what men think like that. But there are some lowest self-esteem men who will crack under pressure based on maybe negative feedback. But I know, um, you know, if you've been in the coaching business, John Wooden was quoted as saying, don't believe your press clippings. Like, you know what I mean? Don't listen to people negative or positively. You got to make sure you understand who you are, because if you only listen to the positive feedback, you'll get a false representation of yourself. If you only think of the negative feedback and listen to that, you'll have a low self-esteem. Celebrities read their comment section and they their self-esteem gets swayed by somebody who's an invisible character in NPC on Instagram. I can't let that happen to me. <laughs> Don't let that happen to you guys. You guys got to have an understanding of who you are, accept who you are, and whoever doesn't accept you. They stay on the outside. Simple. There's also honest criticism as well. So um, honest criticism is is fine as well. But, um, you know, other other than that, don't you guys got to really understand who you are, except who you are 100 percent. Yeah. Like Kevin Durant always having um, um, what do they call it? Um, burner accounts and replying to people and fans. Russell Westbrook trying to fight fans. Do you really got to keep people out? of your 
uh, of your mind. You got to keep people out of your mind. Uh, and um, sometimes commentary from other people will make you, they believe will make you feel different about yourself. Never going to happen. Never, never going to happen. All right. So anyway, sensitive ninjas. He said, KD a simp. Yeah, he's a big time uh, single mother raised male. And I'm a single mother raised, mother raised male too, but I had to do a 180 and reclaim my life. Uh, not a negative against my mom, but a lot of single mother raised men operate. And you could tell. I mean, you can read them like a book. You can see a single mother raised man coming a mile away. Overly emotional, immature, right? Everything they say, they're a court jester. I could be funny and I could come back and, and turn into a serious topic. Uh, but people who are court jesters, clowns, all right, um, hypersensitive, they talk like their mother. Their mothers trained them to be victims. All right. I can see it all the time. Men, black men in particular, you can see it coming a mile away. And you're like, damn, that's sad. Have you ever seen a guy? I always tell you about this. The guy who um who um is um he's like big, right? He's like six foot two, 250 pounds, and uh he's a gangster in the thug, pants sagging around his ankles. He's super cool, hat backwards. Got muscles popping out. He rocks around like he's big and bad. And guess what happens? He'll get his, his life will get in the pickle. And the pickle will be a pickle that he caused. He completely caused it. And then when he gets caught, you know what he does? You know what he does? He start crying. The police hem him up. They say, hey, can you, can you step to the side here? I want to ask you some questions. What you want to ask me for? I just want to go and I can't. Bro, them is some them, those guys right there. That's a single mother raised male. That's a man who has not have a man around him. And my mama, 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 mama. Who is more likely or inclined to behave like that in a pickle? A woman. No man in the history of malehood should act like that, <laughs> right? Because as you know, the more you do that, it's like the Chinese tor uh, finger torture. The more you do it, the more of a pickle you're getting yourself in, but you're hysterical. You can't, you can't back out of it. You can't, you can't quite just pivot out of it and either deal with the consequences or actually try to talk your way out of it or know the law and say, you know what? It's time for me to shut up. All right. Anything I say can be held against me in a court of law. So I know the law. OK, as a man, I know the law. OK, you're obviously I need to produce ID. You want me to produce an ID? All right. Uh, I'll produce the ID. OK, you don't have to do it. And I don't have to give you no idea. I don't have to tell you this dude, six foot two, 250 pounds. But he's a 16 year old, but he's built like a 30 year old. <laughs> right. And you're like, oh, my God. And then what happens? He gets choked out, hogtied, shot, beat up, knife snuffed out, and everybody makes an excuse. And I'm like, dude, it was an overgrown, it was an emotionally overgrown single male, mother-raised male. That's all it was. And he had no sense of understanding situations. Nobody taught him. Everybody taught him to act like his mother act when her check bounces at the cash register in the grocery store. Mm. He's seeing his mother act like that. He's seen his aunt act like that. He's seen 
He's seen his whole family of female relatives act like that when the police showed up. He's seen his mama act like that to curse out her, her neighbor. He's seen a mom act like that when, when, when somebody caught her stealing steaks at Walmart. <laughs> right? That's what happened. So the mother did it and she got away with it because she's a woman. And then he does it. Guess what? He gets shot. And everybody makes excuses for him. Stop acting like an emotional uh, teenage girl. You can't do that. You're a man. And many times you're built like a man. And so people think they're talking to a 30-year-old man, but the guy is probably 26, but he's 16 mentally. Mm. <laughs> That's just what it is. And you're like, oh, shit. And they cry on the internet, and a black man, and a black man, and a black man, Mr. Black. I'm like, bro, y'all some single mother-raised men. I'm sorry, man. I don't know what to tell you. That single mother, that single woman shit. It is always the victim. When y'all gonna when y'all gonna buck up, when y'all gonna knuck up, buck up, and cut cuff your balls. When? And you know what also they do? They don't never pay for nothing. That's what their mother did. They the mother always got away with not paying. So single mother raised men think they can get away with getting shit for free. And they pride themselves on it. I got it for free. And I didn't have to pay. And I got the hookup. That's how you learned that from your single mother, right? That's what you looked at from your single mother. She got the hookup. She didn't pay. She walked in the Coles on school shopping day and she was a booster. And she put on eight jeans in the dressing room and walked out and sold it to the neighborhood. Yeah, that's what happened. And you learned that just like that. She never paid for shit. <laughs> and when she got caught stealing steaks and chicken from the grocery store, she acted up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you think getting a hookup is the way to get through life? Well, I got this for free. I got the hookup. Yep. It, it is what it is. But look, y'all can deny it if you want. All right. But you guys got to watch out for men who act like that. And then they think that uh, just starting a fight is, is just a good reason. Just, just, just I'm going to start a fight. And the other person, a punk, if you don't fight. What? Like <laughs> the other person don't. Uh, here's the thing. You got to understand. Somebody always has something more to lose than a person. So if you're reckless and have nothing to lose, why would I? Why would you fight a person like that? They have nothing to lose. I got a whole future to lose. I got a career to lose. I got an actual job. I have standing and status in my community. I'm not going to just fight you because you want to fight. I'm not going to fight you because you talk shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's just what it is. Some people have nothing to lose and they're in desperation Learn to find a desperate man. A desperate man looks for fights. A desperate man acts in desperation. Doesn't mean that they're looking for something legitimate. So you got, you got to understand that. These are single mother-raised men behaviors. And uh, it got to be called out. <laughs> Where are we at here? Neil Armstrong says, yes, indeed. This is what he says right here. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. All right. Somebody said comment coach just giving the peer pressure. Yeah, peer pressure is a mother sucker, right? Um, you know, instigators as well. Instigators are another that's a single mother raised behavior. Instigators, right? Uh street instigators. So say for instance, um somebody confronts somebody in public and your friends are there, their friends are there. 
And uh, the person has a beef and it's probably going to escalate, but the fire can be put out if everybody was rational, but people don't have nothing better to do. So they want to see the drama unfold and a person confronts another. And then somebody's going, yeah, man, punch her, man. Tell her what to do, man. Yeah, man. Get that dude, man. Yeah, man. Tell him what is up. And then the other person, man, hey, man, I heard her talking shit and I heard him talking shit. You need to get in there. I see fight videos just like this. I see fight videos just like this. That's female behavior. Dude, you instigating like that because you have nothing better to do is an indicator of the, the instigator, the indicator of the mentality. Instead of going, man, y'all don't need this. You have too much to lose. It ain't worth it. Nah, y'all want to see, hey, yo, man, hey, man, yo, man, puncher, man. Oh, man, she talking shit. Guess what? The person that was just going to confront the person now feels like, uh-oh, I better punch him because everybody's going to say I was a punk by not punching them. You confronted them, but why didn't you end it? You ain't the one in the fight. Why are you telling me what to do? I'm the one going to get arrested. So then guess what? The fight ensues all based on instigation. People egg people on. People love drama. Well, if I have shit going for me, the drama does nothing. It does something for them. It does nothing for me. So uh, if somebody confronts me, I wasn't part of the drama. If I confront somebody, I wasn't intended to fight them. But if you're weak-minded, the instigation will get you in trouble. And then all of a sudden, you're in a fight. And now you can't undo the fight. So you got to watch out for instigators. Instigators is definitely a female quality. And I don't say this to say females are less than, but that's what they do. They instigate things. They stir the pot. They stoke the fire. All right. They add gasoline to the fire. And then all of a sudden, shit gets out of hand. Wisdom, vision, production. Coach, I would like to hear a longer segment discussing the dog phenomenon. The increase in pet ownership is insanely out of control in the suburbs. I see. He says, I sometimes see people walking two and three dogs at the same time, and it's not just women. I see men with multiple dogs, too. I feel like dogs are being used as pawns and a status symbol, similar to cars for men or beauty to women. Also, most of the people look single, so I'm sure these animals are also a coping mechanism in place of children and genuine human connection. And don't get me started on how most of these people are glued to their phones while walking their dogs instead of focusing on where they are walking, enjoying nature, and giving their animal attention. As a long-distance runner, I want you pet owners that do not properly train, your, properly train your animals to know that I despise all of you and your untrained rabbit trophy dogs. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Thank you. Tell us what you really think. Dogs are major coping mechanisms. Uh, first of all, teenage girls, very high on dogs. I actually showed you a statistic of dog ownership and women's dog ownership has skyrocketed over the last five to 10 years. And I know many women with three dogs and they'd be over here fornicating. And I'm like, what are your dogs doing? I have a dog that was supposedly my daughter's dog and she wasn't upkeeping it. So I was like, well, now it's my dog. Parents never think your kid's going to take care of the dog. All right. But um, I'm always conscious of how long I'm away. Right. I work from home. Well, I don't have a job, but I'm at home. And I do. There's some people that keep their dog in a crate all day at work, all day. They at work all day. The dog's in the crate. Then they rush home to lunch for their lunch break to get the dog out of the crate to piss and shit. And then they put the dog back in the crate for five or six more hours. Why? Like, why would you do that? 
Man, why would you do that? <laughs> All right, that's number one. That's number one. I know people that do that. Now, here's another thing that they do, and I know about doggy daycare. Again, we talk about the, the replacement for child nurturing has been put on the dog. They have doggy daycares. And I used to take my dog there when I was like, all right, I want to go. I want to send the dog there for three hours to run around. Then I'll pick the dog up at lunch. These people, mostly women, mostly women driving up with two dogs, maybe three, sometimes one, putting their dog in doggy daycare all goddamn day. Now, let me tell you something. You guys do what you want. But the cost of that is almost greater than childcare alone. Like, what in the hell, man? What in the hell, man? Like, you got to be paying $50 uh, a, a day per dog. You talking about $150 a day times five times four. What the fuck? Man, dude, I'm telling you, man, Wisdom Vision has it. And also, anytime I'm with a woman that has a dog, their dog is not trained. It, it, almost, almost inevitably not trained. Anytime a person comes over to my house, male or female, I'm with Nova. I tell Nova command. Nova does it probably nine out of 10 times. Every now and then she's just too hyper to listen. But people are like, oh, wow, your dog's trained. Oh, your dog listens. I'm like, what is the dog supposed to do? <laughs> the dog's supposed to listen. Wow, I'm, I'm impressed. I'd be like, Nova, sit. Nova just sits. I'd be like, plop. I'd be like, uh, down. Nope. And I spent money on training. Nova goes down. They're like, oh, your dog listens to you. What does your dog do? What the hell is your dog doing? <laughs> right? Not listening to you. But people don't. People don't train. They don't take the time to send their dog to a trainer. I paid lots of money to, to spend on Nova getting trained. Because I'm not about to go. Uh, tell my dog what to do a hundred times. Right? That's not about to happen. So um, same thing of them, uh, people running up on people. Oh, I don't know. My dog, you know, every now and then that happens to dog owners. Your dog runs away, gets away and licking somebody or something, scaring the piss out of people. But most people have dogs and they don't even, you know, they don't take care of their dogs. And it's sad, man. It's sad. They, and then they have two and three dogs. I'm like, what are you guys doing? What is going on, man? Yeah, hence the crate. Yeah, Nova's got a degree. She does, all right? She does have a degree. I have a picture of her. Uh, I have a picture of her graduating from doggy, doggy training. But train your dogs. It's not, uh, you guys get dogs and think the dog's going to get trained and listen. No, it's not. Okay, if you think that's going to happen, you're out of your mind. There's so much to say about this, but the, 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 um, the, the amount of people using dogs as coping or to replace their female nurturing for children is outlandish. And therapy dogs, too. Please, please. <laughs> Come on, man. Is the dog trained to be a therapy dog? Or are you using the dog to cope for your mental illness? <laughs> like, what is it? Is it trained to know and identify? What are we talking about here? This is crazy. Those same people, their dogs are out of control. Shitting everywhere, pissing. <laughs> right? How the dog a therapist, an emotional a shelter animal. Please, man. This is all gobbledygook. This is all coping. 
Where was he at, dude? This is crazy. Emotional support animal. I, I I mean, dude, I'm sure there are emotional support animals, but you got you can't just buy one and make it an emotional. Uh, what type of abuse is this? We have to have a conversation about this. Where we at? <laughs> oh man. He says, just like their kids out of control. Yeah, man. It is what it is. I, I think people are weak, man. They're they're afraid to tell their kids no. They they scared to yell at their kids. That's abuse, man. Please, man. You better tell these damn kids and they dogs. Train them. You don't want to get trained? All right, that's your ass. But I'm not gonna be tied to you when you telling me what to do. What's not gonna happen is this: you telling me what to do. A dog ain't about to control my life. Neither is no kid, and barely no women are, and hardly any men. I'm just letting you know. What ain't about to happen is you about to tell me what to do and your life is a wreck. This is my this is my problem with people trying to tell me what to do. <laughs> they life be an absolute catastrophe. Their life is an absolute catastrophe and they want me to follow them. Rule number one, I never follow anybody whose life ain't better than mine. Your life better be better than mine before I even take any orders from you or any direction, or any instruction, it ain't never going to happen. <laughs> All right? That goes for kids. That goes for women. That goes for mama. That goes for uh, uh, bosses. That goes for therapists. That goes for dogs. You ain't ever going to tell me what to do, or I'm never going to follow your lead if you ain't paying the cost to be the boss. And that don't mean just financially. It means in life. That's period, point blank, number one. If you fat and you telling me what to do with my life, you automatically disqualify for giving me instructions unless it has to do with some money and you better be a money market manager and a fat one. I might follow you then if you got the money to back it up. <laughs> but if you fat as an individual and you're giving me life advice, you automatically disqualify. Mm. Taking zero life advice from you. Zero. That if these therapists be out here fat, broke, and they giving me they talking about life advice. Let me tell you about how to deal with this. First of all, you fat. Second of all, you broke. That's already disqualification number two. You do you need a third strike? Let me give you a third strike. You a liberal. Strike three. Mm. <laughs> right? Come on, man. Like, how fast do I need to shut you the hell up? I swear to God, man. You can't even cope with your own life. They'd be like, well, I dealt with depression too. Disqualified. Mm. <laughs> like, how how you how you depressed now and on medication giving me advice? Mm. I I I do, I don't know what people doing, man. I don't know what people, what are y'all doing out here in life? <laughs> what are you doing? Therapists don't need therapy and on head meds. Disqualified. <laughs> right. And not only that, be fat too. Like how you how you covering all four? How you strike out before you open your mouth? <laughs> they already like, well, I've dealt with this before and I've dealt with things and I'm on mental health meds and I'm overweight and I'm man, would you go sit down and get out of my way? <laughs> all right. Please get out of my you're you're wasting my time right now. Yeah, go do it. Can't do 10 push-ups. And want to tell me about some shit. So social workers life being shambles. Hey, social workers, 
I'm gonna shit on your 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 profession. Dude, they life be a wreck. First of all, they have a difficult job. There's not many of them. They're underpaid. And I haven't seen a healthy one in my entire life. I haven't seen a healthy social worker. Financially healthy, physically healthy, damn near mentally healthy. I haven't seen one. <laughs> right? I'm like, wow. And they walking around telling people what to do. They be never married, no kid. Oh, man. And, dude, they deal with a lot of tragedy, though. They deal with a lot of tragedy. They all mid-30s, fat, unemployed. <laughs> She's underemployed, overworked, mm. in debt, University of Phoenix degree. I'm like, oh, my Lord, here they come. Wearing, look, hold on for a second. I'll show you a picture of what they look like. I've never seen one not look like this. Mm. I've never seen one not look like this. <laughs> I've never seen one. If you look like this, bro, I, I, bro, this, this is what therapists be looking like. Talk about, hey, man, I think I can help you through your problems. No, you can't. You cannot. <laughs> right here. There's no way you can help me. No, there's no possible way. You understand CGA. Where are we at here? Kaylin says, uh, all women are worthy of sex. He says, very few are worthy of being a girlfriend and even fewer are worthy of being a wife. This is the modern day dating and relationship cycle. It is. All right, let me get back to the show. All right, we. Uh, here we go. This is why modern marriages are on the rocks. Let's take you to two clips. What do we got here? What clips do we have here? We have a gentleman. Uh, this is a common thing. Uh, anybody ever been married here? This is going to happen to you. Probably uh, every marriage is going to experience this. Every marriage is going to experience this. <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's go to it. Number one is going to be. Let's see here. This one. A man catches his wife out dating a Chad. Uh, can we say still Chad or white Tyrone? Every marriage is going to experience this. The wife's going to test the limits like a dog, right? Or a child. Like, it's just like what human beings do. And so this man allegedly right here is named, we're going to call him Brad. This is Chad. This is the wife. Allegedly, Brad catches the wife out with dinner with Chad. If you've ever been married, if you've ever been married, has your wife ever been in a predicament like this? but didn't tell you the exact details, the exact details. Di didn't be like, I'm going to dinner with Chad. It was always some, well, I got a work engagement or, you know, this person is a coworker or whatever it is. And, oh, you're just me reading in too much into it. This happens quite a bit. And when caught, you got to catch them red-handed. Got to catch them red-handed, meaning you can't catch her after the fact. You can't catch her at home and then said, oh, I ended up with dinner with Chad, and then you didn't. You just missed it. This guy comes up and confronts them, and let's see if the dude wants any smoke. Sometimes a simp will fight the guy, the husband, or the husband might fight the guy. The, the guy might not be at fault here. She's out. She's out. She's out to with you. Telling me lies about the audio's not very clear. 
All right. Yeah, you might be strong to defend the law. All right. So as you can see here, very uncomfortable. You can cut the tension with a knife. The wife sitting back knowing she's caught. And Brad, Brad is dealing with Chad. Chad looks confused. Chad looks confused. So he's like, I don't know what. And you're dealing with what? And I, we can't tell what the audio, but we're just going to narrate it body language wise. What did you all right, so Brad is reading now the wife, the riot act, and he's asking questions. Obviously, she's caught in an entanglement, and she might be still passing it off as this is still innocent. He's my coworker. He's Kevin from sales. All right, this is the guy who, you know, we were traveling and blah, 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 and the guy followed up and met them at the restaurant. Yeah. You have to say yourself. You have to say yourself. Explain yourself. Again? All right, and so what, what you're seeing now is obviously, you know, she's saying it wasn't me. This is all a misunderstanding. You're insecure and controlling. He was just the guy I met at the gym. He decided to meet me here, or I just bumped into him, and we decided to sit at the same table with four drinks lined up. There was nothing going on nefarious. You're reading too much into this. She's lying, right? This, so she goes in the line, and she is going, essentially saying, um, you know, eventually the truth is going to come out, but she's trying to be non-remorseful about it and push the blame back on him. You know, why are you here then? Why are you telling your kids lies? Why are you telling me lies that way? The good thing is they're not getting emotional about it. What I would tell guys is, first of all, get Get this recorded, get the evidence you need, and bounce. This would be an end of it. No, no need to discuss further. This guy is playing it cool. He's he has the ridged eyebrows. You know, he's basically the Neanderthal Chad here, and uh, he's playing it cool too. And he's gonna basically say, "I'm bowing out of this. This is not my business." <laughs> All right. So there's Chad right there with the defense mechanism, the defense posture, meaning. You know, anytime a person puts their hands up, that is in defense. That is in a submissive. That's a submissive pose. I'm out of this. I'm not in it. I don't want anything. Creating distance, putting hands up to defend anything flying towards his face. I don't know nothing. I don't want. That's a defensive posture. But it's also a, a posture to say, I, I, I'm submitting to this. I don't want anything harm. I, I didn't mean any harm. I didn't do anything. Just know it's not. That's what he's doing. So this between y'all. And I ain't in it. My name is Bennett and I ain't in it. So that's the good thing about this is going on. But let me tell you something. In relationships, in modern relationships. Yeah, I surrender. It's the surrender pose. I surrender to you. I bow down to you. It's kind of like lowering your shoulder, lowering your head. Instead of puffing your chest out, a person puts their chest out and put their chin up. They want some smoke. A person that bows down and says this, that's a posture. Right. That's a posture saying I surrender. I submit. I'm out. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. In relationships in modern relationships, you will have women say that that's no problem. Ladies, are you watching this? If they're married, is it foul for her right now to be in that situation? I want women to answer this. I want women to answer this because you will find that a lot of women will say there was nothing done here. It's OK to go to dinner with a coworker. It's a go. 
And that's, by the way, that's not a dinner of a coworker dinner. That's a romantic dinner. Okay. This is why modern relationships are on the rocks and marriages. They will say that that's no harm, no foul. Uh, yeah, my man's in pain. He probably going to be crying. Yep. So this is not a co-worker's dinner. This is not a co-worker's dinner. This is not a friendly dinner. This is a romantic dinner. And not only that, they're sitting next to each other. So they're quite comfortable. Anything, anybody that knows anything about dating, um, if a woman sits next to you on a date, she's very comfortable with you. If she's sitting across from you, she's not comfortable yet. So they're already broken some sort of barrier where she's trying to get in closer. She doesn't mind sitting next to him. That is a barrier broken. She's comfortable with the guy already. And that is a romantic dinner. All right. <laughs> All right. That's a romantic dinner. Now, some people in relationships that say no harm, no foul. I would say if modern relationships allow for this, there's no reason to get into modern relationships. If a woman says, yes, this is fine. But of course, if the shoe was on the other foot, it would not be fine. We know this. When caught, a woman would say, if you were on a date, I'm sorry, if you were on a dinner with your coworker and she walked up, she would say, I wouldn't have a problem with it, right? Mm. Right? If he was on a dinner with his secretary and she pulled up at the table and they're at a candlelit dinner and good ambiance, dark lighting, okay, serving uh, $80 sushi, you don't think she would have a problem with it? She would have a problem with it. But obviously now she's caught. She would say, no, it's not a big deal. Ladies, are there ladies in here? You guys are mad quiet. I know there's not 2,000 men in here. Okay. I know there's not. But this is what I'm looking at. I'm going, I'm going, this is modern relationships open the door for this. And they will play this innocently and foul. And I think this is stepping over the line, crossing the line and eventually the lines have already been crossed. He just doesn't know it yet. And then you got to reel it out of him, pull it out of him. And then eventually she'll say, well, I fell out of love with you and you don't hold me and you weren't home enough and you push me into his arms. That's eventually what's happening next. <laughs> All right. They're not watching. I see them dropping out. I don't know why they don't answer. It's pretty simple. I think if people are, again, one more thing. If people think this is fine from women, I don't say get in, I, I say don't get into relationships with them. There's no reason to say this is insecure. You're insecure for this. This is very, very, very much a foul line to cross. Speaking of foul lines to cross, your boy, Christian McCaffrey, I think his nickname is CMC. Another guy that has been targeted by an apex predator. Let's look at what he's going through. He's already been called out for his girlfriend, his fiance's behavior. Again, modern relationships are on the rocks because women want to be married and engaged, but act single and independent of the man. They don't want to take the man's last name under his authority or leadership, but guys are simping out. Apparently, he's with a woman named Olivia Copo. Copo. And she's attended Coachella, which is Horchella. All right. If your girlfriend's at Coachella, she a 304. All right. Period. She a social media 304. Is she a pass around? All right. No honest woman is at Coachella. 
but she attends Coachella without her ring after Christian McCaffrey engagement led to trouble. Uh-oh. It says right here, the, they announced their engagement earlier this month. McCaffrey, CMC is 26. Copo is 30. Definitely an apex predator. And there is CMC. He plays for the 49ers. All right. I believe he plays for the 49ers now. Very good running back. Dangerous out here. San Francisco running back Christian McCaffrey just proposed to his longtime girlfriend, Olivia Copo, earlier this month. But the former Miss USA revealed that the decision not to wear her engagement ring at Porcella got her into a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Here we go right now. Here we go. So you guys are struggling with relationships and struggling with trying to manage the expectations of modern women. They want to kind of be free and independent and then usually use you as an emergency financer in the glass, emergency dick in the glass, emergency life supporter in the glass. All right. Pull you off the shelf when needed. Put you back on the shelf. Tell you to sit there like a good elf on the shelf while they go be out here and be whores. Come back. Mm. <laughs> right. This is modern relationships. There's no need. Until there's a need, but then, hey, I don't need you. I, I, I'm me. So now, what happened? I mean, she says, uh, in a get ready with me, in a get ready with me TikTok post, posted on Sunday, Copo said she got hit on during the popular music festival, which she attend attended with her sisters, Aurora and Sophia, and her longtime assistant, Jackson McDonald. I don't care about him, but he sounds like a reading rainbow. But anyway, I will say, though, not wearing your ring can get you in trouble. Copel said in the video yesterday, I got hit on as if she didn't know. So how much did he pay for this engagement ring? And how was it possible for her to make a get ready with me video and not include the ring? Mm. I mean, listen, these are your guidelines of relationships. If men did this, we know what it was. We know what it was. She's in an environment of whoredom. It's basically satanic Satanism uh, blown up. It's a it's a whoredom festival. That's what it is. It's a hookup festival. There's a lot of drugs, a lot of weed smoking, a lot of partying, a lot of alcohol, a lot of debaucherous behavior. You're in the desert. Everybody knows what's going on there. And she just so happened to not put her ring on. And she's what? Engaged to CMC. Man, this is crazy. It wasn't like this was an accident. It was definitely on purpose. But she could say, oops, I forgot. I bet your engagement ring costs well over $50,000. And oops, you forgot. She just happened to forget. Here it is right here. Copo went on to explain that a man asked her name, adding that he, was, uh, that he saw her at a Super Bowl party. There you go. So I gave him my name. He ran a game. And then he looked up my Instagram I saw him look up my Instagram. He didn't follow me or anything. And he definitely saw that I was engaged and was like, oh, bye. Wow. So he pulled back. So he pulled back. She didn't pull back. She didn't even say I'm engaged. She gave him the name and she was ready to proceed until he looked her up and he said, nah, that's cool. I'm good. It wasn't her that said it. She said it. And of course, we know it was a high value male. It was a male that she thought was worth doing what? Let me set up the monkey branch. This wasn't a dude in the desert that was high on acid or dropping shrooms. It was a guy that probably was in a VIP area. And she she said, I, I, I'm game. McDonald 
was then heard in the video saying, I literally thought he was going to steal you. That's McDonald. That was her gay personal assistant that acknowledged. I literally thought he was going to steal you. Mm. Wow. McCaffrey, age 26, and Copel, age 30, announced their engagement on social media earlier this month. McCaffrey, you're a great runner. Let me give you some advice. Run from this one. This is a bad deal for you. The pair introduced uh, was introduced to another, one another in June 2019. All right. Copel, who uh, won Miss Universe on 2012, previously dated wide receiver Danny Amendola. Oh, Lord. So she's a pass around. This is going to be bad news, CMC. So she previously dated Danny Amendola. And now she's with Christian McCaffrey. And then she tried the monkey branch while at Coachella. You can't, guys. They for the streets, man. It's a cold world out there. It's an evil world we live in. The engagement caps off McCaffrey's. Okay, they're going through statistics and all that. Look at that piece of flatback right there. Probably an AI and so forth and so on. But guys, you guys see the game, man. Look, it is what it is. It is what it is. It, that's the reality of it. She's passing it off. Ooh, it was just some goofy mistake. And ooh, oh boy. No, it wasn't, guys. She's already proven to be what she is. But this is why modern relationships are failing. A lot of men don't want this. They want hide no hair about this. They want. They don't want anything to do with this. Or See, here's the thing. There's guys that will be against it. Well, all you have to do is, guys, look, there's some men who don't want to manage this because these things are just foul and crossing the line already. It's already foul behavior. Why do I have to manage an individual who is super foul? I'm not just going to be managing this. I don't have time for this. But other guys think they have time for this all to get what? A piece of peace leave. It ain't worth it. It is not worth it. Look, uh, let me see if I have another video. Oh, we got a great segment of we do have the main event coming up after this segment. Whose mama is this? But we're going to acknowledge the contributors uh, to the show so we catch up and not get too far behind. If you're waiting for the main event thumbnail subject, we're going to get to it here in a minute. But do me a favor. Hit the like button and uh, contribute if you like. So women, you know, we're more educated now. And Americans owe more than $1.5 trillion in student loan debt. And women reportedly hold around two-thirds of that debt. Women hold nearly two-thirds of the outstanding student debt at around $930 billion. Now, some presidential candidates are proposing solutions to fix the worsening debt problem. This proposal completely eliminates student debt in this country. I also found it interesting that 37% of women don't really understand the whole student loan payback system. But men, they understand it a little bit better. So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. And the irony is that this is Elizabeth Warren, the woman who is getting 300000 a year for teaching one course. How do you feel about these people here who, who show up to, to show their free speech trying to censor you right now? All right.
right. Let's get back into the show here. My man, Evolve Reed, says the baby mama terrorist filed a TRO against me for harassment, used weak, non-threatening text as evidence. Shaking my head, coach, is right, right, right. When she leaves, leave them alone. Now I got a lawyer up. Yes, man. Welcome to, by the way, that's one of the earliest moves that a woman will use. It's text message harassment. All right. It is part of the playbook. Um, it is part of the playbook of all of the tropes that they use to make themselves a victim. Now, I don't know what you said. I don't know what she said. But a lot of times guys will say things about the woman that seems to be um, like bragging. Oh, you didn't get what you wanted in court. Or I ain't paying you shit. And you a broke down bitch. And you broke. And whatever it is, that could constitute harassment. But many times it's not going to fly in court. It's just a distraction. Nothing's going to happen most of the time unless you said something majorly threatening to her or you have something uh, that you, you know, like your kids associated with your kids. So it is just the thing that they use because they're not happy in the position that they are in. Most of the time, the harassment is nothing. And um, the text will be out of context. There will be no context of the text message. They're just going to only show and blow up in a big piece of paper what you said, but there will be nothing about what she said. So again, it's going to cost you money, time, time from work. You're going to have to have a lawyer. You might have to get in, a, into a program. The judge don't have better shit to do than to just uh, hook their hook their, um, hook their their kickback people up. Oh, well, I got a great program for you. you. Go 30 days of anger management. The judge gets a kickback from the program for everybody they send. It's all just a goofy-ass game. Here's the thing. With these courts and women, okay, if it wasn't for women, the courts would be dry as hell. Women are over times overusing the courts as referees because they can't get their own life in order and they can't move on. So um, what I would tell men is cut all communications with your baby mama and or your ex-wife, only use the parenting wizard or the talking parents. Don't say shit to them. Don't brag. Don't tell them no information. Cut they ass the F off. Cut them off, period. Cut them off. Okay? Now, people are going to say, well, that's, that's your child's mother, man. F all that shit. If they're taking you to court for text message harassment, this is going to only continue all throughout your child's childhood what they are doing is they're help as you guys know there's no fury like a woman scorn and the reality is women are scorned they're hurt they're bitter and this is why they project these things onto men saying we're hurt and bitter when they're the hurt and bitter ones all right so they continue to pursue litigation as if the court is worried about you one thing about court and i want to warn you about for men guys do not think the court's thinking about you right so, um, yeah, uh, the, you guys will have these women initiating court actions. They don't care about you. They don't even care about the woman. They don't even know who the hell your kids are. So these court actions are flying around. You're worried about, oh, the judge is going to think this. And the judge probably sitting around thinking of me. They ain't thinking about shit. The judge ain't even going to read the petition until minutes till seconds before that person appears. Uh, calling up these goofy ass people. Bring the two goofy people up. The judge might then read the petition. And barely going to read it. And they're going to let you guys hash this bullshit out. 
They don't care. They don't care about your kids. They don't know about your kids. They don't know who the hell you are. They don't even care who the hell she is, but she's bringing business to the court. So they're going to care a little bit more about her than you. <laughs> That's what it is. You And I, I wish women understood this, but women are weak. They're in, essentially teenagers or big grown, overgrown adults. All right. And they think that the court's sitting around thinking about them. They don't give a shit. They don't care. And I don't understand why people put their kids in the hand of these judges. You put your kid's fate in the hand of judges trying to get revenge on, 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 on your baby daddy that you can't control anymore. And what tends to happen is you tear your kid's future up. You eliminate the dad as a potential safe haven for your kids. All for a little monetary gain and for you to strip welfare. And in the process, you pay for the judge and the attorney's kids to go to college while your kid going to community college for free. What the fuck? I mean, I swear to God, man, you people are morons out here. <laughs> all because women are always thinking about what other people are thinking about them. I swear to God, you guys are morons. Judge trying to go golfing at two o'clock. And here she is taking all to an hour to explain the case. And the judge got a tea time at two o'clock trying to get off at noon. And you putting that fate into this person who has a golf time at two o'clock. Oh, shit. Can y'all hurry the hell up? <laughs> right? They got to meet the plane to go to Cabo that the attorneys paid for. Shit, I got to fly at two o'clock. What the hell is going on here? All right, what the hell? But women thinking that the judge sitting around at home thinking, Oh my God, that person that sent harassing text messages. <laughs> oh my Lord. So the judge does what? The easiest thing. Alienate the father from the kid. All right, I don't give a shit. Whatever. And look, this person is going to be a juvenile delinquent and the high school dropout at best. This person is going to be a lifelong customer of the court. All right, here we go. It's crazy, but I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Sad reality of our world that we have to deal with. Put it like this. If women filed half of the petitions that they file against men in domestic court, child support, uh, child custody, if they filed 50% less, the court would be out of business. <laughs> Next case. That's all it is. The court would be out of business if women stop filing these bullshit ass cases. All right. Anyway. Where are we at? What do we got here? Oh, my dude. No government ain't be it. BH. What are you doing, man? You're going to be able to pay rent this month. He says you're the most cutting edge YouTuber. You make predictions and cover topics that are days and weeks, months and years before other YouTubers catch them and discuss them. YouTubers are now talking about massive layoffs, but you gave the warning over a year ago. Shout out to the coach gang. Yeah, man. YouTubers. YouTubers literally be sitting around, um, you know, uh, they, they're trying to they're trying to cover the topic as as it happens. And then they want to act like they came up with it. I'm covering shit. People think I come up with stuff. This is why people think I'm wrong all the time. Because I make predictions about stuff that come in way ahead of time. No, you don't. Remember, I always warn you. I told you things that a PhD guy came in and tried to argue me. He was like, you don't know shit about economics. And I was like, I don't have to know it. I just know trends. I know, count. I know what's going on. I got a feeling. 
any argument. Well, I have a PhD in economics. So, <laughs> right? And people think I'm wrong. And then guess what? Six months later, you come back. God damn, CGA was right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right again. It is what it is. You don't need a degree to talk about shit. You don't. But a lot of YouTubers jump on shit. There's massive layoffs happening. Uh-huh. And then six months ago, they was talking about uh they was talking about some shit was going through the roof. All right. What, what, what was these bitcoins that was going through the roof? Oh, these bitcoins to the moon. Now they talking about massive layoffs. I was talking about that shit a year ago. Anyway. And nobody want to give me that props, but it is what it is. JC says, I got one word for these rent needing 304s. Go get an Uber. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Go get a job. Loud Pocket say, yo, Kochi. He says, the Sun Husband episode on Hakimi had me punching air of excitement. Sun Husband's for the win. He definitely was. Well, I think he used his mom. That's what it's sounding like. And he says, Loud Pocket says, Kochi, those doggy classes are $178 at Petco and all you need and you need all the shots. I just took my blue healer last week. I don't even know what a blue healer is. All right, but shout out to you. Take your boy, take your dogs to get some damn training out here, some home training. We got no government name in the building. Another no government name. What do you have to say? He says, in my opinion, I would not call being a pet owner a cope. Raising a kid and a pet are vastly different, but people need to be educated on what decisions they make all times, at all times. All right, speaking my mind says, where's Nova? She's downstairs chilling. All right, yeah. Eric Figueroa, my in-laws are mutt nut rainbow trumpers. Send it. I don't even know what that is. Mutt nut rainbow Trumpers. All right, boy, that sounds confusing. Blue Baggins, these 304s can't pay rent. How are they going to get dog training? Yeah, for sure. They can't get dog training. Your rent's due, motherfucker. They can't pay the rent. I swear, I was with a junior college chick, former volleyball player. She was in college. She said she had three dogs. <laughs> and she was over there lying down like a Carl's Jr. star. I was like, I was like, so if you didn't have what you're about to have now, how would your dogs eat? The 6-2 Super Mutant Nerd XXs won't call an XX out because they're scared of an XX fight. They don't want to catch them paws. They rather agree with the nonsense of XXs because they are afraid of a punch from an XX. They will fight us because they know we won't strike back. That's actually true. All right, that's actually true. JC says, I don't take advice from people Less successful than me. That is from Kanye Ye West. I don't take advice from people that are. And, and so there's a fine line for that. I know I exaggerate a little bit, but. um, Yeah, it is what it is like. You, your life cannot be a miserable wreck. And then give me life advice. Can't. Nicholas says, coach, hello from Greece. I'm 50 super fit. This happened. With a 304, her husband appeared during dinner, told me she said she was single and showed the texts. Guy was just devastated. Free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> now, let's put the shoe on the other foot. Has any men in here ever been with a woman who said she was single but was in a relationship? So let's put the shoe on the other foot because people want to call us bitter and hurt. 
But I've also been in a situation where a woman posed as single, and I've been through this many times, and she was actually married or in a relationship. That has happened as well, where you've been the Chad. You've been the guy on the other side, like, whoa. I've had that. And uh, guys, what that is, is that if you live long enough, this is called confirmation of the idea. It's kind of conf confirming what you're previously thought of women, right? You thought they were sugar and spice. You might have been less trustworthy of women. Then a woman confirms untrustworthy behavior, and then you're no longer able to trust women. So the fact that you are untrustworthy of women didn't come from hurt or pain. It also came from confirmation. And a lot of people miss that out. They miss that. They just say, oh, something happened to you bad. Not necessarily. Something happened to me that confirmed why I don't trust women. And it wasn't bad towards me. It was bad towards the other person. I just got caught up on the other side. Right? So if you lived in Vegas, Los Angeles, if you lived in the metropolis, you've got confirmation. You, ju you, just, weren't bit you just weren't hurt from it. And you were like, damn, these women out here reckless. Yeah. So that wasn't a hurt situation. It wasn't a pain. Uh, but I got I, I had a situation where I found a woman was married on Facebook after she added me. She found me and added me. And I already didn't. She was a chick from Bulgaria, blonde, curly hair, blonde chick. All right. And she would come see me. Uh, this was when I'm in my fitness days. She would come see me on her lunch break for some free peace leave. Right. But all peace leave ain't free. So what essentially happened was uh, I, I don't even know how I met her. I don't even know how I met her. Might have been on a dating app. And so she's a married woman on a dating app from Bulgaria. I um, She worked near me where I lived. My lunches were free because I was a fitness trainer at the time. So my lunches are open. And she would be like, hey, I'll come see you at my lunch break. I work near you. She would come drive to her lunch break. She'd do nasty stuff and then go back to her job. Then she added me on Facebook. <laughs> right? She added me on Facebook. I didn't add her. I don't investigate women like this. She added me, and then I confirmed the ad, and I was like, oh, there's that chick. Then I looked at it, and her picture, she had a picture of her husband, her and her husband. And she said something like, I can't remember what it was, but it was like, it's good to have him back. Like he was somewhere in Russia or something like that. And he was a big, he was a big dude. He was big. He was a big Vladimir-looking, Sergey-looking dude. But he was older. But he was a good, like, looking like, um, he was looking like the dude in his younger days. He was the, the he was the dude that was knocking dudes out in Rocky. <laughs> right. Right. He was like, he was, had to be like six, four, six, five. He was a big dude. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Drago. He was a old, big old Drago looking dude. Like he was a big Russian looking dude. Like he had a pint of vodka in his pocket. I was like, Lord have mercy. So I, I texted her. I said, uh, I was like, you're married? And she was like, oh, yeah, but don't worry about it. I was like, hold up. <laughs> you're telling me not to worry about it, but does he know that you're out here in these streets like this? And she was like, well, he don't know, but don't worry about it. I was like, well, that's it. That's the end of that shit for me because no piece of ass is worth dying for. Never listen to a woman say, don't worry about it. That's what she says until Drago shows up. And I got to worry about Drago standing over me with his shadow looming over me, talking about, are you with my woman here? <laughs> right? I was like, no, no. Mm. The ass ain't that good. 
I don't need no AK-47 showing up at my house because you said I don't have to worry about it. What she means is I'll hide it good enough so that Drago and Sergey don't show up because, you know, they actually selling cigarettes on the side. <laughs> they sell they moving illegal cigarettes in Canada. I don't got I don't want no time for no damn KGB, former enforcers, mercenaries and shit. Mm. I'm like, no, man, these people do detective work and they got paperwork on people. They yeah, talking about if he, he dies, he dies, man, please. Oh, I got him under control. You don't got to worry about it. No, 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 no. So I was like, that's the last time I'm done. So again, you get confirmation of women doing things, not necessarily being done to you. You get confirmation that you become the other side. And then you're going, wow, these women out here reckless. Doesn't have to do with pain out here. And that's what people have to understand. Yeah. Somebody, look, he show up. You know, he's going to show up. And I'm going to be looking like this. Look, I'll be looking just like this. <laughs> That's how I'm going to be looking as soon as he walk in the door. I'm going to be like, uh, <laughs> can you tell this ninja to back the hell up? Natasha tried to get me hemmed up, man. No, hell no. By a dude that was part of the former Soviet Union. You don't know what people be doing over there. I don't want nothing to do with no dude that be uh, water torturing people and waterboarding people for fun. They wake up. Let's waterboard somebody. No. By the way, if you have the ability to trans to transportate yourself from the United Kingdom, from the uh, former Soviet Union to the United States. Yeah, man. You probably ain't the most trustworthy individual. I'll go ahead and play it safe. That's all. I'll just go. find. There's other women out here. I don't need it. You were a nice lunch break girl three or four times. Go back and find you somebody else. I'm not trying to die over no piece of ass. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to it, man. We got two more topics, but we get we we get into it. We get into it. We get into it. Who mama is this? This is a new game. We'll play. And first, mama up for bid. We do have a couple of mamas out here or aunties. We'll have to go ahead and pin it on a couple of guys here. Let's show you whose mama is this. Let's play it right here. Let's go ahead and make this larger. Here we go, right here. Oh man, who mama is that? I know that's your mama right there. I know that who mama is that, bro? And that's Travion's mom. Is Travion in the building? <laughs> like, wow. Even the security guard was like, ma'am, wow. And put all that wiggle and jiggle away. Whoosh. Oh no, man, that's terrible. Man, who mama is that? Mama's out here. We we talk about all these Debbie daddies, but we kind of call out mama's behavior, man. They be embarrassing sometimes. Let's get to the next mama. Is this who mama is this? Apparently, this is it. Is this Washington, D.C.? Woman gets pulled over 
She's doing a little bit of running from the police. Her car gets disabled. And let's see what happens here. I think it's going to be a, she's going to be go a little bunny here. Oh, no. Get my baby. She said, get my baby. Oh, there's the baby right now. Oh, he got one shoe. Hey, yo, what the fuck? She got one. He got one shoe on. This must be Travion. He got one shoe on, one shoe off. Who just left her baby, bro? That's so fast. Just ran out of the car. Yo, that's crazy. She really just left her fucking baby. Talking about get my baby. That's crazy. Well, there you go. Whose mama is this, man? This like we got to do better parenting than this, man. Like we gotta. We also gotta control who who we knocking up out here. All right, what city is this? This looks like Washington D.C. Is this Washington D.C.? There she go. Get my baby. Oh no, she ran. Oh man, this is terrible parenting. You know these father deadbeat fathers. It's got to be Jermaine's fault. Got to be Jermaine's fault. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right, uh, let's go to the next mama. We don't. Nobody's claiming these mamas yet. Uh, we got another mama. Uh, this mama is leaking. She's soft and wet. Let's go ahead and see what this mama is up to right here. Fair use. Fair use. But you are the hottest cop I have ever been pulled over. Right. And you were so respectful and so nice. Thank you. you came over. You were communicated what you needed. And then you were hot. See, if the police just hire more hot police officers, we wouldn't have violence anymore. Because all you would do is do what you did. Just walk over and say, hey. Let me see your driver's license and ID. And get and do that smile right there. Sir, you could bring peace to the Middle East. And I just want you to know, as I thoroughly watch you walk to your car and back, I just want to know, I, I could tell you work out. And I'm glad and I'm appreciate that God helped you to work out. He did a great job on you. Yes. My warm embrace. Yeah. And I make it last forever. Man, mama. I catch it's out here. When you let me wrap you in. Oh, man. Who mama is that? She a little bit horny. And, uh, you know, you know. <laughs> Would that be good if a man was doing that to a female officer? We know that that's not true. Anyway, let me catch up and make sure I'm caught up. And then we're going to do the main event topic for everybody who doesn't watch my show. They want to talk about this one. And guys, viewer discretion is advised. We're going to cover some uncomfortable conversations here because this is happening here on YouTube. This is YouTube business. And this is also cautionary tale uh, about people who are trying to get their kids into the industry. Parenting. We're also talking about potential assault victims that are male and female. And we're going to talk about exploiting children. These are all common conversations here. So this is going to be tough, tough conversation. Listen, uh, the videos that I might show of the young girls 
that are on these videos are on YouTube and Instagram. So these aren't videos that I pulled out that I'm trying to show to exploit the children any further. These videos have been censored as to not show them in a negative light, but they're part of the story. And they're also been featured on other, they've been featured on their channels and other YouTubers have edited it and featured on their channels. So just know that going in, don't try to come down on me for showing it. It's already on YouTube, right? It's already here. Let me get these super chats. Sean says, coach, have you seen the 22nd video clip of Jalen Hurts at S's magazine pandering to black women? That's how they make money in the community. Dating coaches for black women making a killing, selling them dreams. I haven't seen it. What did he say? The black woman is a queen. All right. That's what he said. I'm sure he did. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. But um, uh, Jalen Hurts did make some waves. Uh, I believe there was a female celebrity, a married one, talking recently about Jalen Hurts. I think it was um, I think it was um, Jada, Jada Pinkett. Let's talk about Jalen Hurts right around the Super Bowl. Uh, women are Johnny come lately. I've been knowing about Jalen Hurts for a long time. But now all of a sudden, since he was got uh, prestige and going to the Super Bowl, then all of a sudden they're like, ooh, who is he? What you mean? Mm. Oh, it was, it was not, it was not, it was um Gabrielle Union. It was Gabrielle Union. It was not Jada Pinkett Smith. But now, since all of a sudden he guys, when it comes to men and women, we are different. Women can see a guy and think she has a chance at him. Men will see women, and then we'll be like, there must be 50 men after that woman. We automatically assume people have seen him, seen that woman before. Women will see a guy. She was like, oh, wow, I just discovered gold. <clears throat> Meanwhile, he's been known about for a long time. I don't know what that is about them. I saw this hot guy. Nobody else has possibly seen him. <laughs> what do we got? Das token, isn't it? Uh, isn't it particular that they call the RP extreme? But what are feminists then? Well, they're feminists are financed. That's what they are. All right, we don't have any financing. We don't have any lobbyists. So I don't even particularly see us in a comparison to what they call feminists. Kayla says, though I dislike how now. Wait, do I dislike him now because he plays for the 49ers? CMC. Could do a lot better than that old-ass 304 Olivia Copo. He can do a lot better. He could be having his ass at the junior college. Instead, he's about to get with a, a woman four years older than him. That's an L. Last three. Is it uh, Tinchi? We're going to call you Tinchi Mo. Women go into court out of five. Wait a minute. Hold on for a second. Five eleven. Public opinions since we did this. Okay. I don't know what women go into court out of 511 or 5011 reason. I don't know what that means. And he says court of public opinion and suing ninjas. Yep. Yeah, man. Women are definitely abusers of the of the court. Definitely on the family court. They abuse and, and the family court structured as to keep the case always open so that they don't have to refile a new case. So they keep the case open. And every six months, woman can take you in. Now you can also take the woman in every six months as well. But I wouldn't advise that. The court's going to run you out of town. All right. So, uh, but women can keep case open as, as long as the kids are minor. And even after that, I don't know if you guys know, even after the kids are minor, if she feels like she's owed something retroactively, your kid could be 21, 25 years old. She will come back and take your ass, move to court. Mm. <laughs> right. And not only that, most civil cases are frivolously filed uh, by men and women as well. But that's just a, that's another story.
Uh, Porsche specialist, respect to Anton Daniels for debating with you. But man, I remember when you packed his argument up like a burrito, laughing my ass up. Give him the warm embrace. Shout out to Anton in the building. I know he's probably busy, but um, (laughs) Anton Daniels have a lot of respect for him. And um, because he was one of the only people and Pearly, one of the only people to ever be uh, to either come up and confront me on a live show. Ask me. They basically was like, I want in. Everybody else can catch these nuts in their mouth. All right. I don't respect any of these content creators. Right. They just want to make a video and put you up on the thumbnail. I was talking about Pearly on the show. And Pearly. Pulled up. You got to respect that. <laughs> you got to respect that. Pearly was watching and she was like, Oh, you shooting your, sh- you shire, you firing shots. Pearly pulled up. She was in the comment section in the live chat getting blocked. Who, who remember that? Who remembers that? Pearly pulled up in the middle of the show and said, Hey, they blocking me. She sent me a text message on my phone. Hey, pull up. Hey, I'm pulling up. You, you got to respect that. All these other content creators just going to wait for my video to go off and then fire up their video so they can make some, uh, make, some, uh, make some rent money. And Anton Daniels did the same thing. I had an open opportunity. I was like, anybody pull up. Anton was the first and only person the entire show to pull up. And, of course, I packed them in. But we were respectful for each other. Anton Daniels pulled up. So you got to respect them. Any other content creators that's making videos trying to fire shots and shit? Nah, hell no. I don't respect that. I have no, I have no respect for that. And, and content creators are watching me. They can literally be in the comment section to say, hey, I'm in here, coach. And everybody will say, hey, this person's in here, coach. Pull them up. I'll pull their ass up. But they'll never do it. They'll never do it because they know they're going to get packed. I will pack their ass up like a warm burrito. <laughs> right? All right. But I'll never go on their show. It is what it is. Where are we at? You got to respect that. And that and Anton at the time had two pages that had 100K subscribers. And he pulled up. Pearly pulled up. Nobody else pulling up. And though, yo, let me just tell y'all right now. If you pull up, you must have your face. You must cam up. Cam the hell up. Do not be out here hiding. No face, no case. I'm not taking dudes to come in with they. You don't want to show your ashy lips on the screen. And if you look like Skeletor, I advise you to get your lighting correct to come up here to try to put me in my place. Right. Please. All right. Because I'm going to pack that ass up too, man. Pause. Where are we at? Roberto Moreno loving the straggle and sniggle theater backdrop. CGA is the goat. Indeed. Yeah, and if you in your bedroom, hide your lotion on your nightstand. That's going to look weird when you cam up, all right, trying to talk shit. And tell your ugly girlfriend to be quiet because I'm going to ask her to pull your receipts up if you are a dating coach. I'm going to ask you to pull your girlfriend on the stream if you're talking about you getting asked. She need to be present, and I'm going to say pull her up. The dark side of YouTube, let's just go ahead and pull this up right here. This is going to be a very, very difficult conversation to have. And I did some research. I did some research and I said, are people even covering this? And they are covering it, but I want to handle it with a little bit of kid gloves. 
viewer discretion is advised. This is going to be hard conversation to have. Well, it's going to cover parenting, female parenting, women parenting children, women parenting daughters. Are they sending their daughters up? Are they exploiting them? Are people willing to exploit their children for YouTube infamy? We're going to talk about lawsuits and anything that I say related to the people who are being sued or in this case is alleged. I don't know the details. I haven't investigated. I'm just going to report what the media is reporting. Okay, let's talk about it. The person in this video who is known to the world goes by Piper Raquel, I believe. She's YouTube famous. Let's go ahead and put her up on the screen. Okay, and so you can, all right, you can see in this, this I covered a video on a similar case to this, and the similar case is Danielle Cohen, one of my first demonetized videos. Piper Raquel, 10 million subs. See, on YouTube, we tend to get in our shells and our little communities, and we don't venture out of YouTube because it's very niche-oriented. So people can be famous now and make a lot of money, and you will never have heard of them. That's how big YouTube is. That's how much of a, a bubble YouTube creates. So this is the individual here, Piper Raquel, as you can see. She goes on tours. She goes on tours live. Her fans can come meet her. I believe she is 15 or 16 years old. You see Shalom, guys. I'm Piper Raquel. I'm living. I'm a girl living her dream in Hollywood. I don't know if she goes to school, but um, they have a lot of colorful videos and whatever. She's been in this YouTube game for uh, years. Since 2016, at least the channel's been up. Um, if I'm doing my math correctly. Yeah, that's seven years. So she's been on YouTube for quite a long time. All right. So we're going to cover the case. Let's go ahead and put up the legalities of this case so you see where this is going. This is a single mother or a mother who has a stepfather and the daughter. The biological father is not present. I don't know where he is. Okay, But this is similar to the Brooke Shields case. This is a lot of similarities to the Brooke Shields case. Okay, The mom, this is of the Daily Mail, mom of YouTube star Piper Raquel, age 15, is sued for $22 million by 11 kids from her daughter's squad who claims she encouraged them to have oral segs, bragged, this is all allegations in the lawsuit, not saying it's true, bragged about making kitty prawn and mailed her, allegedly mailed her daughter's bra and underwear to a man who likes to sniff it. Okay, these are all the allegations in the lawsuit. There's another thing here before we go back and read that. Let me go ahead and show you this because sometimes we get in our bubble and we don't know uh, what's going on in these YouTube streets. YouTube is a major, major business. We're going to show you the alleged net worth of these individuals, and of course, I, I I supposedly have a higher net worth than these individuals, if you believe the internet. And this is an exclusive. Uh, also, teen star Piper Raquel and her mother Tiffany are spotted after being sued for $22 million by 11 teens featured on her channel. The mom called herself Madam of YouTube. Madam of YouTube. New, 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 new world order. And physically and emotionally abused kids. All right. So this is all the allegations. I will let you know that the mother has countersued. Okay. The mother has countersued. Before we get off to these details, I want to present everybody's side of the case first. The mother of Piper Raquel legal battle continues. 
her mother countersued the 10 parents of ex-Piper squad members for $30 million. And the countersuit has a racketing. What does RICO stand for? Give me, give me one second. I actually, let me see. RICO stands for. Okay. The, the, um, it's a conspiracy, basically a racketing influence and corrupt organizations act where she's saying the parents are conspiring against her in an organized crime wave to extort money from her. This is how far the lawsuit is going. Okay. So there's a RICO charge where she's trying to file the a civil suit, a counter suit for a RICO organization, a organized crime ring by the parents who are suing her. Okay. This is how crazy the YouTube business is going. This is how crazy the business of YouTube is going to this level. So just because you make it big doesn't mean you're not going to be a target. Okay, let's get back to the details. Let's talk about this. Net worth of allegedly the individual. Then we'll talk about the group, her squad. This is the individual Piper here. Allegedly has a net worth of $3 million if you believe the internet. Okay, but it could be even more than that. She has 10 million subscribers. She's recently been demonetized because of the lawsuit. Um, and and um, they're saying that she makes this much money from the other all social media sites. YouTube, $10 million. I mean, these are far blown up, I'm sure. Instagram, $5 million. No, these are followers. Sorry, these are followers. $10 million on YouTube. Instagram, $5 million. Uh, Twitter, $76K. And then TikTok, $10 million. And I'm assuming that um, I'm assuming that she makes a good little pocket change from these social media platforms. All right. Now, the next thing I want to show you is the squad. All right. So this is where you get the understanding of what's going on here. This is why the mother says she might be the madam of YouTube because Piper is not the only person featured on the channel. This is what Pearly things got in trouble for making YouTube a business. Well, YouTube is a business and people will see it as a business whether you make good contracts or not. That's not the case. If you choose to contract, you're part of the business. And if you get screwed on the deal, that's your own fault. But the mother was then somewhat managing all of these personalities because Piper had a big audience. So she, and, and, and more words or less, these people were also paid. These children were featured on Piper's channel and they were called their squad. So this is their own version of Nickelodeon, if you will. Own version of Nickelodeon. This is why they're saying she called herself the madam of YouTube. Now, when it gets to the darker side of this, you're going to see that potentially what they're what the parents are claiming in the lawsuit. And I'm trying to be very careful here because I'm not trying to allege anything. What the parents are claiming is that this woman was pimping out not only her daughter, but the other children as well. Somebody said, where's the diversity? <laughs> uh, anyway, here it is right here. The mother of the YouTube star, Piper Raquel, is facing allegations for nearly a dozen teens who she says, who says she emotionally and physically abused them. The group says that the mother, Tiffany Smith, encouraged them to be sexy, touched and kissed them. She touched and kissed them. The mother did. And even mailed her 15-year-old daughter's underwear to a male fan. The 11 underage defendants are asking for $2 million from Smith. So here you got another situation potentially where maybe the kids or the parent, 
the parents of these kids knew their kids were going to be featured on this channel. This is how far we're getting with parentage. This is how far we're getting. And this is the intercultural of this dark side. Be careful here. We now have not just adults trying to be YouTube stars, but celebrity uh, children are. And then the parents are pushing their kids ahead in some Hollywood shit to get exposed or be exploited for the internet. Right? This is crazy. Sometimes we're totally insulated from this because we never see this going on in our YouTube bubble. But as you can see, the parents are looking for $2 million. Uh, you know, I'm looking at it. That What kind of money grab is that? The mother of the YouTube star is facing an allegation that she physically and emotionally abused the children, including touching their buttocks and even mailing the daughter's underwear to a sniffer. A sniffer. Remember, the daughter's under, under 18. And it says right here, 11 teens from the squad said that Tiffany Smith, age 41, would inflict distress and urge the minors to try oral segs and wear revealing clothes to accentuate bulges in videos posted online. Smith, who allegedly bragged that she makes kitty prawn, wow, encouraged the minors to be sexy and subjected them to harassment, molest, touching, and then abuse, according to the complaint. And uh, the, they named the people in the suit. I don't have time to name them because I don't care. They're asking for $2 million each. This is why she sued them, countersued them, and said they are collaborating against me. There's a conspiracy against me. And she's also suing the mother's boyfriend. So the mother has a boyfriend. Where's the daddy? Where's the daddy? Him, daddy. Where's the daddy of the daughter? That's why I'm tying this in. Because no father presents this opportunity to do this. I'm going to show you another similar case. Uh, let's go down. Says the net worth is uh, somewhere around $3 million. So this is how young the daughter is was then when she started. This is in Hollywood. This is in Los Angeles. The daughter was this young when she started. She's now 15. Um, let's see here. Let me see if I can offer up a little bit more. This is the mother. They're calling her a stage mother. Okay. This is the daughter now in front of their Los Angeles home. All right. Very uh, interesting color there. Here it is right here. Here's a video. Last to stop kissing boyfriend wins $10,000. Um, this is what your kids are watching if you're from the suburbs. So they're watching Piper at age 14, 15, potentially doing makeout scenes recorded by allegedly the mother and promoted and exploited on YouTube. YouTube allowed it. YouTube allowed it for a long time until the lawsuit was filed. Let me show you this. Let me show you this. As early as 2021, there's a, a singer named Pink who called this out. Right here, the singer Pink calls out parents of YouTuber Piper, age 14 at the time, for exploiting their child for fame, but the teen insists she's just following her dream. So this is Pink. Many people know about her. And she called the parents out for exploiting the child. So prior to the lawsuit, this was somewhat of an indicator that somebody was paying attention to this, maybe in the industry. I don't know. Getting back, getting back, there's a 150-page complaint, which legal, legal files is front, front page only. And the group of teenagers and the children described the alleged abuse that endure, they endured at the hands of Smith. And it says right here, the stage mom was a mean-spirited control freak, according to the lawsuit, and says she often made uncomfortable comments about them and their private body parts. There's a person that alleged 
allegedly was asked by the mother whether his balls have dropped yet and how long is it referring to his salami. Okay. They say that she would make obscene and graphic remarks about genitalia, encouraging them to be sexy and sexually aggressive. One video posted to the YouTube page two years ago featured eight teens in a last to stop kissing game where $10,000 was offered to the winner. The video currently has 10 million views. 10 million views. Dude, I, again, YouTube is a bubble. So I often, I never would have come across many of these videos. And we often focus on how we get demonetized over here and our plight over here. But, and then we see these videos getting ten, tens of millions of views and monetization of the yin-yang. And I'm over here supposedly uh, just trying to navigate. I'm trying to survive. The self-proclaimed madam of YouTube, according to the complaint, also alleges that Fergie, I don't know who that is, told Fergie that she had no boobs and that she was so flat, meaning regarding to her chest. These girls, 13, 14, 15. I'm imagining there's going to not be that much fat there unless it is right here. Smith is also accused of touching the children on their legs, thighs, and buttocks. One of the 11 defendants also claimed that Smith mailed her teenage daughter soiled training bra and panties to an unknown male and said old men like to smell this stuff. Hey, man, this is what the lawsuit is alleging. She allegedly instructed the young boys to take their shirts off and said sex sells while asking one of the girls if they, quote, knew what a dildo was. This is all here for the Internet. According to the group, she would also assume an alter ego called Frank the Pug or Lenny the Dead Cat and shout out explicit phrases to the children, bipolarism. And one of the phrases, I'm going to F-U-C-K you up to the A-S-S and quote, I'm going to touch you in your sleep, were both allegedly said while Smith was using her alter ego. At one point, the mother said, as the alter ego to Fergie, quote, I wonder since this squad member has freckles, whether he had a bunch of freckles on his salami. She also allegedly at one point referred, reportedly referred to a squad member salami as Dwayne the hard, the rock hard Johnson. Some of the plaintiffs in their complaint also alleged that they were not paid for their appearances on her page and while promoting Wakel's content. So this is the, this is, who is this? This is the stepfather, the mother's boyfriend. Let me make this larger. This is a photo of the stepmother, uh, sorry, this is the mother's boyfriend. This is the mother. This is the mother's boyfriend. And this is the teenage daughter. Right here. Okay. Oh, the humanity. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. There ain't no way in hell that I would do this as a step somewhat parent. There's no way in that world I would be caught dead. And she's the star. So this is the celebrity. There's no way in that world I would be having this woman straddling my neck. Don't do this. This will just set you up because now here's the thing. There could be completely innocent of all of these things. But now, since there's accusations, now this type of behavior can be called into question, 
right? Now you could be like, what are you doing, bro? What, what in the hell you got a teenage girl straddling your neck? There's, there's, there's no room for that at all. So here we got the kissing challenge video right here. Remember, I told you, I got to show you a part of this case. This is what they're talking about. One of the YouTube videos were these teens and preteens doing some sort of who's going to kiss longer. And um, this is the per, per projected madam of YouTube, self-proclaimed by the allegations in the lawsuit. And these are some of the members. Now, there is another video circulating around, and I'm going to show it. Be warned. This video is on YouTube, just so you know. All right, I'm not showing you something that I dug up. I just did a little bit of a little bit of groundwork. And this is one of the videos that appears on her YouTube channel currently. Let's go ahead and put it. And this is the dad. This is a guy who's been calling this behavior out for a long time. He goes by the dad challenge podcast. I'm going to say fair use. Remember, the allegation is that she's producing Kitty Prawn on YouTube and was monetized doing it. Let's play the video on all regal counts. Piper Raquel discovered hey. her love. Where's the video? All right, hold on for a second. We're going to show the video right here. Viewer discretion is advised. Which is a fun look encompassing the lifestyle elements of sassy and talented 14-year-old dinner. Except for this video. Now the girls have bikinis on. They're not new. These videos were filmed and put on Piper Raquel's YouTube channel. Eliana is 13 years old. They're not new. Her parents allow this to go on the internet. This is a minor. Piper Raquel is also 13 at the time of filming this. No kid should ever be filmed like this, ever. Everything you're watching here, Tiffany and Hunter are behind the camera, with Tiffany directing everything. Yeah, I look like that person. I was like, whoa, whoa. So this is this is why now, this is why now uh this lawsuit has now appeared because some some of the kids in the video and the parents are now suing the mother as they were recording it and posting it on YouTube. See, here's the thing, man. I look at I look at what we do and how people get monetized and demonetized and whatever it is, and then you find out that this type of stuff was giving fair treatment and getting millions and millions of views and padding the pockets creating millionaires for the parents and so forth and so on that's one thing the other part of it is the other parents that put their kids in that position you saw that it was just not the daughter other parents allowed their kid to be put in that position and now some of them might be suing this mother this is going on right here on this platform okay and um they only got demonetized because of the lawsuit that presented itself and I don't know who's guilty or innocent. All I know is the parents are going wild doing this. Many of the times the parent is a mother and the father is not present. Meaning that if the father was present, would they allow their daughter to be presented like this? Check this out. This actually was another story I covered. And this happened to be my first video that was fully demonetized. Okay, because I covered the story. This is a girl named Danielle Cohen who claimed she was a certain age, but then they did some background information. They found out she was way younger 
Then she presented herself, but she would be kissing her boyfriend on the video. And she would be, um, she allegedly was pregnant at one particular point, but was only 13 or 14, but presented herself as like 16, 17, 18. Okay. And this is the woman here. She had 20 million TikTok followers. Uh, this is as of 2020. And her mother said she was 16, but then her boyfriend came out and said she's actually 14. Let's take a look at, um, it says right here, Fair also claimed the two got pregnant by before Cone's early termination of pregnancy earlier that year. Early termination of pregnancy. And the girl was 13 and 14, but posing as 16 and whatnot. Let's go ahead and show you the woman. She did not have a father. She did not have a father in her life. In fact, this is allegedly the two, the mother and the daughter. Okay. So here you go right here. This is, this is the mother of Daniel Cohn. Now at the time, she was probably preceding Piper in views and whatnot. I would imagine she's now probably 17 or 18. And um, I'm imagine she probably looks like more like the mom now than she does her. So now she probably, I don't know what her popularity is now. I might look it up really quick. You know, she did face some controversy. So this is what, <laughs> this is what, uh, a lot of times is being passed off as content for children. If you, have, if you have children, I guarantee you, especially if you're in the suburbs, I guarantee you they know who these people are. But this is the type of stuff that goes on, and then we wonder why there's politics going on here. This is allegedly now Piper meeting her biological dad for the first this to be true because they never showed the father. But let's listen in on this here. Okay, that's a good first question. Um, next question is, what were you like when you were like my age? Like, I'm 14 now. Yeah, when I was your age, I was uh, just starting to get into music. Yeah, I've heard that you like used to have a band and stuff. And, like, yeah, you, like, yeah. Dreamed about going on tour and stuff. And, you know, I, I wanted to tell you last time. That, like, All right, uh, I, I would not even, I would be willing to bet that that is not her biological father. <laughs> I would be willing to bet that that is an actor and fair use. I know they're going to get that. I would be willing to bet. I would be willing to bet that that is not her father. All right. Uh, that's somebody sitting in it. Potentially might be your stepfather answering some questions. I have no idea. But as you can see, single mother raised child. This is where we're going. This is where we're going with it. And she's probably not the only one. If you do a little bit of, I, I haven't gotten to the algorithm of these people, but I'm sure there's other girls watching this going, this is what I want to be. I want to be that famous. I, I want that type of life. And their parents are going to have to make a tough decision. This is the same thing with OnlyFans, right? Girls are having to make a tough decision. Are they going to exploit themselves temporarily for this cash grab of social media while the window's open? And is the mom going to allow it? Is the dad going to say, no, my daughter's not going to be a part of this? And they push the dad out of the life. Uh, that, I believe, happened to Danielle Cohen, allegedly where he didn't want his daughter out there in these streets and they pushed the father out to pursue the to pursue the bag. Right. I think if I'm not mistaken, that happened in today, that happened to Daniel Cohen. The father was saying he didn't want his daughter to be out there and the, they pushed dad out and went and pursued it. I meant to look up. I meant to look up Daniel Cohen to see if she's actually still on YouTube. Let's see here. Um, apparently, Apparently, she is still on YouTube, right? She's still on YouTube. 
Let me see if I can pull up her page. This might be, it might be possible. Might be possible. I don't know. Uh, wow. Shoes. Let me show y'all this. This is crazy. All right. So here it is right here. I want you to take a look here. In my dreams. Take a look at this. This is, wow. This is the nap. Remember we told you at the time she was 14, uh, posing as a 16 year old. Take a look at her now. I don't know if these tattoos are real. Woo! Wee! Look at wow! I'm assuming she's 18 now. I'm assuming that uh, this is what it is, or just prior to. Is she on OnlyFans? She probably has an OnlyFans too. All right, so that's the same girl. Yep, she does have a tattoo. Wow! I'm not gonna play the video because you know they're gonna see it. That's her now. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Man, man. Oh, my gosh. We in trouble, man. We in trouble out here. So, again, you guys want to be parents. You got to make sure you know what your kids are watching. You got to make sure your kids don't think that that's the pathway to fame and infamy, money and status. If there's your young girls, do we think the problem is with girls that are 19 and 20? It's even it's even earlier than that now. And I've been putting out a warning without trying to sound creepy out here that it's getting earlier and earlier and earlier. And not only that, parents are participating in it. And of course, this lawsuit is going to bring this to light. You know, you know, and uh, people have been calling it. Is this exploitation? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Put, put what you think in the comment section. We're going to go to the to the super chats. And um, let me see. I'm going to put up one more article. It looks like NBC is covering it as well. This is as of, uh, let's see here, yesterday, NBC News is covering it. A YouTube stage mom faces abuse allegations from 11 teens in court. All right. And so there it is right there. There's also some other things, bigger, bigger things going on. Apparently, I, I can't even get into it. If you want to dive into it, go ahead and dive into it. But there's way too many even things that that I don't even know about that I saw some videos about that were talking about even more stuff going on, okay? Yeah, man. And they're also thinking that uh, she actually um, tried to signal that she was abused. Again, I don't know the details of it, but somebody asked her on a post to wear blue if you are being abused. And then the next video, wear, wear blue in the next video if you need help, if you're distressed. And then in the next video, she wore blue. So now people are saying, oh, she's reaching out for help. She's being trafficked or abused or her parents. are." These are all alleged. And so maybe she was toying with them. I have no idea. But um, when we talk about women being victims and stuff like that, what we have to understand is many times their victimization starts early before you enter the picture. So when you enter the picture, oftentimes you're you're dealing with trauma that has started probably before they were 10, certainly in their teens, and sometimes in their late teens and early 20s. Now, you enter the picture when she's 25, and you enter the picture when she's 30, but she's already been dealing with abuse, potentially trauma, being exploited, sometimes trafficked, sometimes abused by a parent, relative, and they're already dealing with it, and you come in to try to clean it up. And you come in to try, what's wrong? And why you do, and they already, th this is the plight of many young men, but mostly women, young women. 
it's the reality of it. And it's a sad reality. I can't do anything to change it. But you do hear stories. I think that young woman that we covered, um, uh, what's her name? Alexis Sky said in her mid-teens she was abused and potentially trafficked. You can't come up and clean this up. They've already had these things here. And then you show up when they're mid-20s and, and 30s, and she's saying this. And that's you. One more thing. One more thing. Somebody says young girls are monetized at the age of 13. I will tell you also a young... A, a father told me that he's aware of of his preteen daughter's friends posting feet pictures on the internet and potentially being monetized. So there's a lot going on, and it's tough for people to discuss it without looking like a weirdo. I'm willing to take a chance because I'm a father of a teenage young girl. And yes, I've been kind of pushed out of her life. And I know how this goes because I work with teens all my life. I know what happens after this. It's ne it's rarely good. Most of the time, it's rarely exceptional. Many times, it ends badly. But sometimes the selfishness of a parent will push that to try to exploit the kid for their own personal gain. And then when the kid becomes an adult, they got to live out the consequences. Okay? You got to live out the consequences. And then all of a sudden, then and, and, and the unfortunate thing is, guess who gets blamed? It is all Jermaine the, the men, the the men get blamed. All right, the men get the father's gonna take the blame at the end of the day. Somebody says my seventeen year old stepdaughter been saying she can't wait to turn eighteen so older men can take her out. Right, this starts in the home. It starts in the home. Most of the time, you will find out there's been a divorce. There's been um, there's been abuse of the child, not not by the father, uh, but but by something else. Uh, there's there's a there's a need for the woman to rebel against the parentage. There's been a divide and conquer. A parent has been devouring the child in order to penalize the father. And it's oftentimes the father's not away. The father's away. Brooke Shields documentary. Exact same thing. Exact same thing. Brooke Shields mother was a stage mom, pushed her, exploited her. And the father was divorced and started his own family. And he wanted nothing to do with Brooke Shields being exploited like that, although he accepted her as his child and kept, uh, uh, they had a split custody, he never focused on putting Brooke Shields out there like that. He never focused on it. He, in fact, ignored it all. He never considered her celebrity. He never took her to casting calls. He never did any of that. But they've posed the mom as an aggressive stage mom who was hell-bent on pushing Brooke Shields out there for everybody's viewing pleasure. This is a difficult time for parents, right? So you think stuff starts at 18 with men, young men, young boys, and young women. It does not. The undercurrent, the unspoken truth about what they call teenagers, which are adolescents. There's no such thing as teenagers. That's a made-up concept that was made up for marketing purposes. But the reality of adolescence is they're pursuing adult activity way earlier than people want to admit or acknowledge. And it's tough. This case brings it up. This case brings it up. All right. So it's crazy. Watch out. And if you're a parent, you should be monitoring what your child is watching. Cause I guarantee you they're watching this. <laughs> they're watching it. Right. They're watching this and you have no clue. And they're already thinking about kissing and doing spin the bottle and even more. And they're uh, what's the one girl. What's the one girl that turned 18? She was 17. She started her OnlyFans on her birthday 
and made millions of dollars on one day. That's the same concept where the person's like, these girls already know what's out there. They already know they're already on dating sites and they're 15 and 16, meaning they're on dating apps already. And they're swiping, swiping already. They know about seeking. I know girls that are 18. They couldn't wait to jump on seeking. They knew about seeking when they were 12, 13, 14. I've been told this by a young woman who was 18 and 19. She was like, I knew about this when I was 14 and I couldn't wait. Yeah, Charlie Sheen's daughter or the other one, Bad Baby. Bad Baby was 17. On the next day, she turned 18. She jumped on it. She jumped on OnlyFans, made millions of dollars, then proceeded to say the men who bought it should be in jail. So again, if you are in, if you are in a parent situation or you want to have kids, this is one of the obstacles that you're going to have to overcome because your kids are watching it and they want to be that. And they are going to find out. And they're finding out before you. And they're finding out for before men. They're, they're finding out. Yeah, she blamed the dudes. She called them pedos. And I was like, I, I'm sorry, what? You push yourself out there and sold yourself. And it is what it is. So again, it's always going to be. It's always going to be the guy's fault. It's always going to be the dad's it's fault. It's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's um, Travis, fault. Somebody said Travis Barker's niece. Travis Barker's, I think it's not his niece. It's his daughter is already out on the internet, and I think she's 16 or 17. Okay, I think it's Travis Barker's daughter. Uh, let me see if I can play that. And I'm not playing this for your viewing pleasures. So let me see if I can do this. Travis Barker's daughter. And I think I uh, showed this clip before that got quite a lot of people's um, 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 ire because, because they, again, she's from a broken home. Uh, she's from a broken home. I believe that their parents are divorced, if I'm not mistaken. But this is, I believe, Travis Barker's da uh, daughter right here. And so this is tough, man. Um, and I don't, I don't think she's. <laughs> I don't know, man. Send it, man. Hey, man, just send it, dude. I don't even think she's eight. I, I think she cannot wait, bro. She cannot wait. Send it. Send it. So girls aren't playing with Barbie dolls and My Little Pony until they're 18. They're out here. Some girls are ready. They cannot wait to get out here to be out here in these streets. So if you have kids in these streets, got to watch out, man. That's way gone. That Dude, that's the way too far gone for a person that age. Way too far gone. They shouldn't be doing any of that. All right. Not only should they not be doing it, they shouldn't be participating. But the fact that they're participating, then what happens when they get 18, 19, 20, 25? That's what you're dealing with. You got to deal with them. Let's get to these super chats, man. Very uncomfortable subject to talk about. Very tough, but I will always try to get around it. It is what it is. Shout out to Teron McAdams says, Coach was about to have a winter soldier at his front door saying, Hell Hydra. LOL. Yep, and he would have brought a posse with him. It would have been bad news. Roberto Moreno, the news media isn't covering it, but my customers report that their kids, 8 through 10-year-olds, are being sexually assaulted by other kids at school. Mm. My goodness. And you guys, I, I, I know this. You guys got to think. Whatever you see as an adult, kids can see it. I don't want to hear about parental controls. TikTok, tried to, TikTok CEO or media person tried to come out. We put parental controls up that the parent has to install. 
you have to go register that on your kids app. Kids are savvy. They know how to download TikTok and create accounts that you don't know about. They're not stupid. They're not going to check I'm um, under 13. They're not going to do that when they register for their account. So whatever you see on Instagram that you're like, man, this is crazy. Guess who can see it too? Teens, preteens, kids that are eight, they can see it too. And this is influencing the direction of what uh, kids want to be. Kids want to be YouTubers. They want to be social media stars. Many of them don't are pursuing uh, engineering and whatnot. So whatever you see, they see too. Lee Smith, nobody says zip about stage moms, but LeVar Ball was demonized for guiding his son's careers. Putting kids in showbiz is feeding them to the wolves. Yep. So that's, an, that's another one. I mean, you know, LeVar Ball just wanted his kids to play basketball and stay away from 304s. And guess what? He was a bad father. Great point. LeVar Ball was a bad dad, and they tried to hem him up and get him caught up so many times. Remember, that was that one blonde white lady that tried to act like he was verbally abusing her and threatening her. All he wanted was his kids uh, to have a name for themselves, get in the league, which he did and accomplished. He wanted to have a business around it and control, which he accomplished, wasn't done the best way. And he said what he was going to do, and he did it, and they called him a bad dad. It wasn't Molly Coram. Uh, he did have an in incident with Molly Coram, but there was another woman, a blonde woman. Yeah, Christine Leahy. Yeah, Christy Leahy. When he told her to stay in his lane, stay in her lane, and he didn't acknowledge her, and she couldn't take it. And they did everything to paint him as a bad father. Right? Think about that. Of all said, thanks, coach. Texted my baby mama. Sorry if I hurt her, hurt your feelings, but you may have needed to get hurt. Wow. He says, she says uh, she's afraid I might hurt her. <laughs> okay, yeah. The TRO said she's afraid I might hurt her. So, uh, yeah, dude, stop texting your baby mom. That's my best advice. There's no need to text her anymore. Uh, go on to the parent wizard or talking parents and let that only be your only means of communication because you can subpoena the records and that's your only documentation. I wouldn't say anything more than a greeting to her in public. And if she wants to discuss something, ask for it to be recorded or for there to be witnesses. And the fact that she brought a TRO on has forced you to have that type of relationship. You didn't create that. She created that. But she's also going to blame you for for uh, threatening her. It, it Just go ahead and cut off all communications with her. Like, only say hello and goodbye. That's the only thing you say in public to her from this point forward. If she pulls you over, hey, we, we need to talk about the kid. No, we don't. Send it in a typewritten form on a parent wizard. That's it. But she created this controversy because she couldn't handle uh, the communication uh, between you and her. She had to act like a child and throw a tantrum and blow things out of proportion. Therefore, you can't talk to her anymore. Shout out to, yeah, you're going to go to an anger management course too, at best, <laughs> right? That's your best case scenario. Roberta Moreno, CGA, don't hurt, don't get hurt feelings. CGA, don't get hurt feelings. Yep, I don't know, no need to have all that. I mean, I'm, people don't really know. I got bigger fish to fry out here. And uh, even when it comes to stuff in my personal life, I be putting that shit on the back burner. I'm like, I don't have time for that shit.
Like people in my personal life be like, hey, focus over here. I'll be like, man, get that shit away from me, man. Go figure that out. <laughs> right? Because I'm not here to figure out people's lives, man. People think I have my life figured out, and I do. I know what to put up with and what not to. But I had a female friend that I knew for a, a while. She was like, oh, I'm coming to Vegas. I was like, cool. I was like, let me know when you're here. When you coming? She was like, this is through series of messages over days because that's how I respond to messages. I don't jump right on them. So then I get back. Oh, what? what when are you going to be here? Let me know. Oh, I'm going to be here in June. The fuck? I'm who cares? The hell I'm supposed to do with that information? Then proceeded to ask me, did I know anybody that had an Airbnb? Man, please, if you don't go handle your own damn business, leave me the hell alone. <laughs> That's all shit that I don't need to worry about. What you need to tell me is, hey, this weekend I'm coming. That's it. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, leave me the loan, please. Like, look, I mean, listen, I mean, I've had a relative recently contact me and says, oh, what what kind of um, what kind of clippers do you use to shave your head? I was like, dude, it took me days to even get this conversation going. If you've ever text messaged me, you know this. I don't jump on text. So I finally got back. I said, I'll take a picture of it. Seven days later, I finally was like, oh, I supposed to send them a picture. So I send them a picture of my clippers. They send the message back. Oh, that's cool. They were like, you think you can shave my head? Bruh, hey, bruh, I shave my own head. I'm not a barber. Ninja, go to a barber. The fuck, man? Go get you some clippers and shave your goddamn head. Get a mirror. What the hell? I Look, man, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> Will people leave me the hell alone? These are things you can accomplish for less than 20 bucks. What is this shit? Like, what do can people can people do to handle their own shit? <laughs> Somebody says you get a flat. Dude, I don't care who it is. I have women texting me. I be taking days to get back. I showed you this. If you're on my uh, locals, you guys see it all the time. I show you this all the time. I don't jump on anybody's message. Even my mom be like, can you message me back sometimes? The only person I jump on uh, text message is my son and my daughter. That's it. I'll respond to them as quick as possible. Everybody else could take a back seat. The fuck? Ain't nobody ever texted me about, hey, I got some money for you. Nobody nobody say, hey, I, I got a favor I want to do for you. Nobody asking me for some shit that they, nobody's ever giving me something that they want. Like, or that I want. Hey, let me check in on you and see if you need something. Nobody ever doing that. Everybody always distracting me. <laughs> asking me to do something for them. And I can if I cannot do them and asking me for some information. It's all requests. Same thing as the mailbox. I sent you some mail and is there money in it? Every time I go to the mail, it's bills. People suing me. Why do I need to go check the mail? Well, you, you should take the mail every day. I don't want to. Ain't no good news in the motherfucker. <laughs> Same thing as emails. I sent you an email and it's a request. It's just a request of some shit. Can you do this? Can I have your attention? Can you do this? And it's all for free. The fuck? You think I'm going to go rush every day to go check the email when it ain't nothing but bad news and your sob story and shit that you information you want for free? Uh, you think I'm rushing to go watch the e watch my email for shit like that? How come ain't nobody sending me no 
uh, sponsorship request. Ain't nobody sending me no damn money. <laughs> right? So, I yeah, it's all just people asking me, asking me, asking me, asking me. I get tired of the shit. So, I just ignore messages in emails and mail. And voicemails. My voicemails stay full all the time because it ain't nobody checking on me to see if I want something. It's always somebody asking me for somebody, right? <laughs> voicemails. I just let my phone ring. If your name ain't in my phone and the phone ring is going right to voicemail and that the voicemail's full, so be it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> right? That means you don't know me good enough to get access to me. That's what that means. So I just let it ring. I look at the number. I don't know it. It's going right to the voicemail. And they're like, your voicemail's full. And where we at? People think, hey, one more thing I want to tell you. Just because somebody knocks on your door doesn't mean you have to answer it. Just because somebody texts you doesn't mean you have to answer it. Just because somebody emails you doesn't mean you have to answer it. Just because somebody calls you doesn't mean you have to answer it. This is my philosophy in life. I'm at home. You might know I'm at home. You might knock on my door. I still might not answer it. <laughs> I knew you were in there. So you knocked on my door. <laughs> but I don't have to answer it. Understand that. You don't have to answer the door. You don't have to answer the phone. You don't have to answer voicemails. That's what you guys got to understand. You under my time and you want my time. You're trying to request something. I don't got to answer it. Right? That's what it is. So, guys, just understand that. A lot of people think, oh, I sent you an email, so you should respond. No. I don't got to. Now, if there's something that I think I can get from it, it is what it is. Where we at? The dictator says, send two asteroids just to make sure we got everybody. All right, we'll send another way. Wait, wait, wait. wait. All right, but that's my own philosophy in life. You don't got to act like this. I'm very much like, look, I only have a short window of time for bullshit. And most everything is bullshit. So I only got this much time in my day for bullshit. So if you come into the day and I've already handled some bullshit, that means your bullshit going to be on the back burner. <laughs> All right. For a couple of days. You know what I mean? And most, most things come on my way be flat out bullshit. Waste of time. Where we at? Where we at? Shout out to, uh, we going to end up with PayPal's and uh, Super Chats. We got everybody. <laughs> they be like, I saw you was here. You was ignoring me. Yeah. But, you know, make an announcement. Tell me why you coming. Don't just come to my door and me being curious, open the door. What? I'm not ready to know what. I'm not curious. Hey, my, I don't have curiosity. Like, curiosity killed the cat. Have you ever heard that? Curiosity killed the cat. You're so curious as to figure out who DM'd you, who messaged you, who's at your door, that oftentimes it's a waste of time and bullshit to begin with. I ain't never seen no puss just land at my door and go, finally, the best junior college piece of peace leave is at my door. Never. So I know that that ain't going to be there when I open the door. I don't need a virtual assistant. All I need, I, everybody I need is in-house. I'm not handling virtual assistants and shit. I want to be able to choke you out when you fuck up. Now you ain't nowhere in India 
with my damn passwords. All right. All my editors from here on out going to be in-house. All my assistants in-house. <laughs> All right. All right. Listen, when I want to get, when I go in and want to whip your ass into the ropes and get your ass to flying Chico, Chico Santana, I want you right sitting right here. People asking me, well, I look, I mean, all these people way out here, and I got to wait for you to wake up in Philippines to get to you. Hell no. <laughs> While I'm asleep, you awake. While I'm awake, you asleep. No, hell no. I want your ass right here so I can deck your ass. What the hell? When you quit on me, you don't take my damn passwords and run. <laughs> Yo, man. I don't want no remote working ass, millennial ass, lazy ass people doing they work on their own damn time, trying to handle five clients at once. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put my work on the back burner. No, 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 no. Get the work, motherfucker. You know, I'm old school. Get your ass to work. <laughs> All right. Kaylin says, though, I wait a minute. I already got that one. I already got that one. Uh, the Superman, let me see here. The 6'2 super mutant nerd, Alexa Sky, caught some heat years back when it was revealed that Fetty wasn't the father of her child. So she dumped the kiddo off with her mom because she was ashamed of the kid's disability. And that woman's supposed to be out of my league. I swear to God, man. Some dudes got some low self-esteem about themselves. There ain't no way that woman's out of my league, <laughs> right? How stupid could you be? She a train wreck. Das Token says legal is legal in whatever state you're in. If you don't grab them up before the streets do, we're going to have more Chicago Sun Husband parades on the way. This is one of the things that men in this space have been talking about. If you, for women, they get involved in kind of weird, reckless rebellions, exploring sexuality, sometimes abuse, sometimes picking the bad guy. Sometimes they get involved in that way earlier than the majority of men. Only a small selection of men get involved in that. Even back in the day, it was very common. Who remembers this in high school? Dudes pulling up 21, 22, sometimes 24. Dude, when I was at Hawthorne High, it was nothing for a guy to be 28, pulling up, picking up high school girls. Okay, those times have changed. You can't really get away with that as much. All right, but that was very common in my days. Right. That was very common. With that being said, unfortunately, young girls think that they are mature when their body starts to develop and they want to get out there and explore and learn. But the problem is they learn and they get so much built up trauma and pain before you as a man can get in there and get your whistle wet or even your feet wet. Then you come in inexperienced. They come in and are very experienced and traumatized. And then you Got to fix the bullshit. And then when you can't fix it, they get or in limbo or they blame you. That is the parallel between that is the difference between young men and young women. This is why young women are seen as as once they get a certain age and a lot of experience, they're 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 bag ladies. They have too much baggage. Like they could have a baby and be a single mother of two or three kids by 21. And she'll be like, well, I made all these mistakes and I made all this and I learned my lesson. No. <laughs> don't hold them against me. And I can do, but that, that's problematic because many men don't hit their stride until 25, 28, 
30, 35. That's the majority of men. Yeah, they messed around and they got lucky a couple of days here and there. But it wasn't as easy, the attention, getting the attention and getting to the bedroom. It wasn't as easy for that man when he was the same age as the young girl when she got started. It wasn't the same. So they live different lives. Therefore, she creates a lot of baggage for herself, 25, 30. By that time, it's over for her. Over. And he's just getting started. Okay. I, I knew a woman who was 25 when I was, um I think I was like 15. This woman was 25. She lived in South Central Los Angeles when they called it South Central. 25. She had five kids. Now, at the time, I didn't realize what she had done because she was like the youngest daughter of a family. And she was a cute girl. She looked like Yo-Yo. I remember I was like, she was cute. And she, like, I would actually, you know what I mean? Like, I, I she, she went to my church. So, like, I kind of had a crush on her. You know what I mean? When I was like 14 or 15. And she was, I didn't realize she was an old woman to me. But now as an older man, well, she was young. I, did, I didn't realize it. She was young and she had five kids. No marriage. And I remember, and looking back now, I go, dude, people were probably like, this bitch out of control. She out of control. Like she a train wreck. I didn't see it at the time. You know what I mean? Like she was just a church member to me. And her, her kids were like, at the age where they were younger than me and they looked up to me at the church. It was like that type of thing. And they, and so it was like, oh, cool. Oh, they got a little, they got a little homie. They got a little homie in the little preschool class. And we would just, you know what I mean? And take them and throw them around. That's kind of how it was. But the mom was like under 25 with five kids. And it was like, yo, whoa, enough. But that's that, that's the type of shit that women get involved in. And only a few dudes are knocking up these women. Because they're <laughs> there's a woman going, what about the dudes that are the dads? Statistically, only a few men are knocking up all of these women. I haven't, I, I've lost track of them years ago. I've lost track of them like 20 years. I haven't seen them in a long time. Only a few guys are knocking up these women. Like a handful. People don't understand that. So you're like, what about the dad? He ain't there. He ain't responsible. Okay, that is true. But when you're looking at the data, only a few men, handful of men are knocking up those women, but the majority of women are getting knocked up by those dudes. It's All right, SAU, coach, this dream is fire as a divorced father. I am scared about the future. Any advice about raising women? Well, it depends on how you want to take it, man. I'm a little bit. I'm old school. <laughs> All right. Most people who are sensitive ass people who let people make mistakes and excuses and kind of want to ignore fate. Because me, I can see what it is. It's all laid out in front of me. All right. But a lot of people want to use hope. Oh, I hope it turns out all right. Oh, don't worry. These are the people who oftentimes are surprised. What? I will tell you. Most people's advice would be, you know, um, just just love them and just hug them and all kind of flowery bullshit. Don't challenge them. Let them make their mistakes. Here's the problem with that advice. Here's the problem with that advice. And I'm going to tell you why. The problem with that advice is they're never going to get the blame. 
number one, the father's going to get the blame. So he's automatically going to be more stressed out about it, about a situation, because he knows it's going to fall in his lap. The people that are telling you, oh, just don't worry, and everything will turn out, these are losers, and they don't have to pay the penalty. They don't have to take the blame. So they could just be like, well, just hope for the best. And their kids are bullshit-ass kids too. And they, their adult kids are losers. That's number one. Number two, they ain't never going to pay the price financially when your kids go out there and fuck up. The therapist ain't. The therapist going to make their money and get their bag and run. Got to get my bag and run. The mother, <laughs> the mother is going to be gone. She ain't going to have a dime or a pot to piss in. She ain't going to pony up any money for any uh, uh, fail, fail, fail kids. Neither are they going to take the blame. They got no skin in the game. And dad going to be the one paying for your kid to jump back in college or paying for your kid who wrecked the car, paying for your kid. to The dad's going to be the one paying up and, and all that shit. So this goofy ass advice coming from people with no skin in the game matters none. You have to make sure you do what's best for you, what you're, what you're comfortable with. Don't take these people's advice. It sounds nice, but they got no skin in the game. Anybody that has no skin in the game shouldn't be having no damn opinion. Okay? What you should do is say, this is what I'm going to decide to put up with, and this is what I'm not. I've often told people, relatives and children, if you're in rehab, I ain't paying for it. If you're in a 12-step program trying to get your life together, don't call me. Because why? Why do I say that? Because people think I'm cold. I'm a cold individual. But the reason why I tell you that is because I've invested up front for your ass to avoid that. I've given you every advantage for you to avoid that stupid lifestyle. If you get yourself on drugs and you find drugs in your locker, they find drugs in your locker and they send your ass off to juvenile, that's your dumbass decision. I'm out of it. <laughs> All right? That's your dumbass decision. All right, you did it. If you found yourself in a gang and I had your ass in the suburbs the rest of your life and you got tattoos all over your face, claiming thugging, get your ass away from me. I'm out. Don't come knocking at my door. Talk about dad. I'm ready to figure it out. Nope. Not it. And also you had an enabler co-parent on the other side that tried to push me out by any means necessary. Well, it is what it is, <laughs> right? But you no longer represent me. I'm not counting to clean up the bullshit when you're 25. All right, I put in my work early on to get you out of that situation. If you then found yourself in that situation, that's your ass. That's how I do it because I have skin in the game. I have skin in the game. And that's the decision I chose to make. And if you can't live up to it, it is what it is. I have no, I, I'll sleep well at night. I don't lose sleep. But I will lose sleep if you're trying to follow the right path or what I've invested in and put out there and you're trying to follow it. And dad, I need some help. I need some advice. And you get in a little bit of a jam. It's good. But we all, I, I, I had his father tell me this. He says, look, mess ups I can fix. But if you fuck up, I can't fix it. That's what he would tell his sons. I can fix your mess ups, but I can't fix fuck ups. If you fuck up, you're out. I can't fix it. You're on your own. So that's what you should. This is this is how I parent and some people can't handle it. But I will tell you. I don't listen to sob stories. I don't have time for it. 
And I don't care who the person is telling me the sob story. If you want a sob story, you better go find somebody else because I'm not the one. <laughs> I ain't it. I'm not it. I don't listen to it. I don't cater to it. I don't believe a love and a hug is going to solve the problems. Well, if you hugged, I don't believe in that shit. I believe in tough love and I believe in handling your shit and your business. That's what I believe in. Whether you're 15, whether you're 12, whether you're 28 and 36, that's what I believe in. Everybody knows right from wrong. Inherently, we know right from wrong. And as a child, we know right from wrong. We know what we know what's right and we know what's wrong. I don't want to hear about 18 below don't know what's right and wrong. Everybody knows. We know what's right and what's wrong. We know when you're full of shit and when you're not. And now I'm telling you, if you're around me, you better be handling your business. If you don't, I ain't in it. That's what that's kind of how I do it. And I don't care about all this legacy and what about them when they grow up and they struggle. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care if you're not following the leader. Obviously, you don't have to follow me. But if you follow that path, don't come back. I, one more thing I tell people. The train is leaving. I tell my relatives this. I tell everybody. You better get on the train while the train's on the station. If you choose to not get on the train, the train doesn't make round trips. Neither will I stop this train to let you back on. I don't come back. Get on the train. This is your chance. The train's loaded. The boat's loaded. Once we get out in the middle of the ocean, once the boat's loaded, it ain't coming back. <laughs> we got to get on now while you know. But if you don't, it's your choice. It's your choice. Yep, the train got no brakes. I don't, the train doesn't stop to be like, okay, we, this is not a stop, but I'll let you back on. Nope. You better be lucky if I come back around. That's your opportunity to get back on the train. If you don't know, <laughs> if you don't want to get back on the train, it, it's not stopping, right? I, it, it's not, it's not stopping. I'm, I'm full speed ahead, full speed ahead anyway. But uh, it's, listen, not a lot of people can live this way because you you guys have soul ties and emotional ties that I don't have, right? I don't, I don't find it particularly valuable. There could be a time where it be, it, it is valuable, but I don't find them particularly valuable for me to think about all the time, right? There's other things going on. Now, maybe at a time, maybe later in my life, I might think about it, but I'm kind of thinking 10 steps ahead. And if I'm 10 steps ahead and your ass jump in two steps, it's too late. You know, it is what it is. I'm on the bullet train over here. Uh, we just still got some super chats. Roberto Moreno, President Trump, said he knew men who made their fortune in their 80s and 90s. Wow. Free agent for life. This is true, too. All right. He also says, Pearlie said 40% of men reproduce and 80% of women. I've said that, but let's give Pearlie some credit. But anyway, oh, Pearlie said, yes, but this is a known fact. Only 40% of men in the history of the world has ever produced, and 80% of the women in the history of the world has produced, reproduced. Just do the math. Just do the math. All right. Uh, anyway. 
Abel returns to Eden. Let's not forget that the, the uh, that white men who were who was dragged by the SUV in the gas station was an example of death by simp. He got involved and had to be the hero and was the reason that it escalated. Think about it. Interesting. I didn't. I don't know any details about it. I don't know any details about it. But yes, if that's what he did, try to be the hero, then your ass got caught. You know. Roberto Moreno, old school is the best school. Yeah, I'm the one that um, I'm in the color purple. I'm I'm the color purple reverend preacher. I'm the color purple reverend preacher. If you want to know how I approach things, let me see here. Let me see if I can pull it up. What's the woman's name? Color purple reverend uh, reverend church scene. Okay. I give you instruction. Oh, here it is right here. I got it. I give you instruction. You can either take the instruction or head for self-destruction. But if you choose self-destruction, that's your ass. <laughs> here we go right here. So I'm this right here. I'm this preacher right here. This is where I'm, I'm this dude right here. This is me. Yeah, Suge Avery. All right. When you then went out there and made the devil's music and went out there and she was a whore, a literally a whore, a hooker, disobeyed, rebelled against the father because he was too tough. Went out there and had to be a hooker working in brothels and whatnot for her whole life singing the devil's music and then wanted to run back, <laughs> run back. Daddy, I, I've shamed you. I don't care who, bruh. Like, hey, you had to learn a hard lesson, didn't you? Hey, I'm, le- I'm all willing to let people learn a lesson. Learn that damn lesson. But I ain't here to save you. Everybody know. Now you want back because your life done fell apart. Okay, well, it is what it is. But, uh, <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. Shout out to Roberto Reno says, my bad, Pearlie steals your content all the time. Um, everybody borrows. But, yeah, man, anybody who said that attributes that to Pearlie, I mean, I wouldn't give her credit for coming up with any concept. All right, not to, not to hate. She's coming up with nothing. Now, you might say, I heard Pearlie say, but don't ever say a content creator said something on my channel because I probably said it first or I said it after some other prestigious content creators after uh, pre- who preceded me. But if they're a new content creator in the last three years, they ain't said shit. And I said that. All right. So do not jump on here and say a new content creator from the year 2020 said something. Because they ain't said shit. They heard somebody say it and then they said it. So you can say, I heard somebody say it. <laughs> but you can't say they said it. Anyway, <laughs> where we at? Uh, what are we doing here? Let's get the hell up out of here. Did I get it? I got it. All right, look, shout out to the coach gang. Uh, listen, I ain't got no hate for Pearly. It is what it is. But just, just know, man, this space was a very, very small corner of YouTube prior to 2020. There's men that came before me that should get way more credit than they do. And we give these new content creators who 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 basically just sat around and and, and uh, haven't come up with much any concepts. Okay, I've come up with a lot of concepts. The marriage wheel, all right? Um, I've come up with uh, free agent lifestyle, de-evolution, all right? Uh, terms and all that stuff. I mean, I kind of uh, took things that people had and, and twisted and come up with a, a concept behind it. Um, there's so many things that I could talk about. The five male archetypes. There's so many things I could talk about that I've actually sat there and thought about it and plotted it out and organized it into a nice little ditto sheet in a chart. Okay. I came up with the iceberg effect. 
I came up with this. All right. This is when you can say Coach Greg Adams said. All right. This is when you can say Coach Greg Adams said. Now, then people do it and they 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 don't even come with a concept. They just repeat it. Then you come up here and say they said it. <laughs> they ain't said shit. It is what it is. Yeah. Protect your meat, money, energy, attention and time, which was a spin from uh, attention, time and money. But I said, I'm going to make it meat, money. See, I come up with a concept. And I make a video about it. Then people make a video and say, protect their meat. What the fuck? Yeah, false alligators. Peace leave. How many people do you hear say peace leave? Busted Pillsbury biscuit can. Straggling, sniggle, sniggling. Men are in love. Women are in business. I actually think about it and come up with a concept. They just strip it and then copy it and then make it the title of their video. You know what I mean? That's the difference in it. But I'm not, there's no hate. But what I'm telling you is do not. Jump on my show and say somebody said it. What you need to say is you heard somebody say it. The junior college, flat backs, long backs, Gordita. Come on, man. Y'all better put some Chuck. You better put some, uh, yeah, monkey double backflips. 511. I know people were said it before. Okay. Metaphile. Come on, man. It is what it is. Protect your seat. Yeah, man. It is what it is. So look, we could be here all day. Uh, somebody has a PayPal. Somebody has a PayPal. Let me refresh my screen. All right. And then it is what it is. Like, then I hear other people say it. But, you know, I, I, I cringe when people who try to attribute something to somebody that's kind of brand new. Nah. All right. Nah. Shout out to, uh, yeah, the community. Uh, I borrowed that. Yeah. Mastodons. Master Splinter. I've heard a couple of people recently say Master Splinter, Millie Mouth Muskrat, Saggy Waggies, Mastodons. Like, I be coming up with shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Superman script tonight. Man, screw you. Screw you. Shout out to Dots Token says, for me, the train was birthday text when I was little in graduations. That time is over now. Yeah. That time is over. Don't jump on now. And most of the time people jump on um, jump on when their life is a wreck. Nobody comes in with their life complete and comes back in a man's life. Specifically, your parents, your ex-wife, your kids, they never come back with their life complete and say, hey, I'm checking in on you, dad. How you doing? Nah, they come in when they fumble the bag. <laughs> right? Then they want you to help them out. Yeah, how's it going? Yeah, I just wanted to forge a relationship with you. Bullshit. Then two weeks later, you hear about all they sob story. They always come back with the shit done, not worked out. Yep. All the plans done, not worked out. And guess what? Here they come running back when they need help. I know people. Chopper says, shut your mouth and give the coach his damn flowers. Yep. Thank you. man. Fistful of 20s. Feet smelling like corn nuts. Come on, man. Sloppy yogurt. That hate came from the coach game. Long back that I heard, um, uh, I heard, um, uh, Bootsy Badass say, I like white girls, real white girls. What kind? Long back it. Now, of course, that's a common phrase, but on YouTube, that's mine. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, the rapist, somebody says, Are you still on clarity? I am the dark side. Man, look, I got a lot, I got a lot of quotes here that I brought here, and still, still, you know. Shout out to you, brothers, man. Thanks for the support. And we ain't on here crying. We doing what we doing. What about shuffling? 
coach you shuffling. Let's shuffle on out of here, brothers. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you gonna do? Look out, boys. It's coming through.